You are listening to the Demon Seed Radio Network. Your show will go live in five seconds. Hey, motherfuckers. This is Bonnie Rod. Four. Hi, I'm Riley Reed, your little cum slut princess. Three. This is Adriana Chechek, and when I'm not fisting my own asshole. Two. This is Jules Jordan. One. Hi, I'm Kisses Sins, and I love to fuck Demon Seed Radio. Warning. This program contains explicit adult material and should only be listened to by consenting, responsible adults 18 years of age or older. If you have come across this broadcast and are not old enough to buy a pack of cigarettes, then turn the dial now. Or at least find a decent pair of headphones. I don't really care. You're listening to the filthiest two hours on the radio on the only station that could contain them. Broadcasting from deep inside Demon Seed Headquarters, you're listening to Demon Seed Radio, live. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Demon Seed Radio. I, of course, am your host, Bobby Genital, joined by the one and only Ms. Whitney Morgan. Hi, everybody. From clear across the goddamn country, we uh, I'm back in L.A., Whitney is back in Orlando. How are you doing today? Tired. You're staring down... Huh? I was going to say, you're staring down the barrel of another fucking tropical storm, aren't you? Which already seems worse than the Category 5 hurricane. I know, right? That's how it always is. The tropical storms are always gnarly, and the, the hurricanes always just blow by. It's just taking a different path through the state this time, you know, not just kind of hugging it, being an asshole. I wonder if it'll give uh, Johnny and uh, Draven an issue in uh, Key West. Cause that's, uh, uh, no, it'll have already, it's already passing through like the Miami area. Like they're probably getting rain right now. Or uh, I don't know if they've land. I don't know what time they land, but they're probably going to get, um, quite a bit of rain when they land, but right on. Well, it's going to already pass through their area by the time they're in the keys. Well, uh, last week we were in Miami for exotica Miami, which was an awesome show as always shout out to the exotica crew for another successful show. But uh, while we were doing that, Johnny, good luck, and uh, the rest of the crew were holding it down back here at the fort. And now this week we flipped. They decided to go to Florida. Maybe they just wanted to get away from us. They're just like, we're going to go to Florida the complete opposite time that they're over there. <laughs> anyway. I mean, it kind of sucks the way it worked out, but it sounds like they're having a little bit. Uh, like a little mini vacation, so at least they get away for a bit. Right, exactly. But uh, while they're uh, while they're off vacationing on the beach, we are uh, keeping the grind going, and we have a very special, amazing guest this week. Uh, I'm still I'm still amazed that we were able to uh, land this one. But uh, we got the beautiful superstar <laughs> Romy Rain. How you doing today? Hey, how you doing, guys? Thanks for inviting me. But uh, so thank you very much for coming out. I mean, honestly, I mean, you've done you've hosted and been a part of some of the most amazing things around hosted the AVN Awards this past uh, January and things like that. Like what? Yeah. I mean, how <laughs> how nerve wracking was that just to just to do the oh. biggest awards of the year? I was so excited, to be honest. Um, I'm one of those weird people that like I, I would rather be on stage performing than sitting in the crowd. I actually have much more anxiety, like just kind of sitting around big crowds. See, I thought I was weird. No, no. Okay. Yeah. I feel like a lot of like a lot of like, you know, performers who really like to perform, like kind of feel that way a little bit. Like it, they're more insecure when they're not performing. Yeah. Like I get weird in like small crowds of people. Like mm. if it's just like seven or eight people, I get kind of weird. Yeah. But if it's like a whole crowd of people, 
people or on stage or something, never had an issue with it. Yeah, especially yeah. if they're all staring at you and you're like doing a jig or something. You're like, okay, and I'm on. <laughs> right. Like, but I mean, I was stoked. I mean, I actually got a little bit of practice from the Inked Awards. Uh, That's in, right. In Jersey. Yeah, they gave me my first little hosting opportunity, and I'll always be super grateful for that. And uh, we have jokes about it too because I was like, I t- there's gonna this is gonna lead to something. Thank you for like for helping <laughs> me to like learn some stuff. And they're like, no, this ain't gonna do shit. And I was just, and I still make fun. I'm like, and then the next year I hosted the AVN Awards. So I'm like, look what you guys did. So right. I'm a big believer in one thing leads to another. And I, you know, I liked, I like to chat and I like to perform and I don't know. It was a lot of fun. I mean, I, 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 I almost feel like people wanted like me to be a little bit more nervous, but Bailey and I, uh, my co-host, the amazing Bailey rain, uh, her and I actually bonded okay. with that because we're like, is everybody just keep asking you if you're nervous? Like instead of excited, yeah. I'm the kind of person I'd rather be like, are you, were you excited to yeah, do this? Exactly. Like, da, 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 da. But instead of was like, were you nervous? Don't fall. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Jesus, that, that's, that's like that right? worse. thank you. I'm like, come on, or, like send me some motivation or like, instead it's like, but then in, my mind too I'm like I'm an only child of a single parent so I'm like I'm very motivated by like well I have to do this yeah you know like mm-hmm. they're it's either pass or fail either I eat there or I don't eat you know it's so I'm like I'm about to do this I'm about to show everybody like what's what yeah so I, I think you know we almost got more confidence in in people like kind of uh, wondering if we were up to the challenge, but it honestly was one of the the greatest things like I've done in the industry. It was so much fun, and I just I had a I had a blast to be honest. I do it every year if they let me. <laughs> right, <laughs> and, and and sometimes I think when people do that, I think they project a little bit, like like how they nervous want you they be would nervous. be. Yeah, exactly. It's like they want to feel secure in the fact that they'd be batshit insane like oh my god i can't believe i'm about to do this you know yeah, what i mean that's what so many people told me like oh my god i would freak out i couldn't do it i would have said no blah 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 blah. and i'm like okay well i'll <laughs> that, see you there like, that's why they didn't ask you <laughs> i mean uh, see, i don't want to be mean, like an asshole <laughs> i feel like saying no to hosting the avns would also be the end of your career how like, stupid would that be right? like yeah you would have said no you lie you lie you would have yeah. just done it poorly <laughs> exactly and then never be asked to do it again uh, I'm, I'm just kidding but no it was so much fun I mean, I love that kind of stuff. Again, like I'm, I'm much more of a performer. I like, I love to perform. And then I go home to my little like hidey hole cave. I play video games. I like weird shit. That's why like I bond with people like who, uh, like the Inked Angels crew and like, you know, Johnny Goodluck and friends. Cause like I was, I relate to like, you know, the underdogs and the misfits. And cause I was, I never really kind of grew up to be like the cool kid. I yeah. just kind of always did what I started working at 15. Uh, I started stripping at 19 and I just like kind of develop into sex work like over time. Um, and it just, it's always just been who I am and I'm just really proud and grateful that I, I get to be successful doing this, but I always kind of consider myself a little bit of like a loner. I'm not a cool kid. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't consider myself a very cool kid. Oh, wow. I'll okay. talk back though. Nobody will fuck with me cause I'll fight. Well, yeah, sure. <laughs> and, and I think, and I think that's one of the good things about it. It's like, I always like, I always like the feisty, you know, the feisty people that are like, I'm not yeah. going to take your shit, but I'm also not going to be an asshole to you. Yeah. you know? yeah. I'm always like, I'm never going to do anything to you that you don't do to me. I'm very like, you know, don't mess with me. I won't mess with you. You know, I'm uh, East coast Italian. It's like that thing. Oh, so um, what part of the East Coast? Uh, Dorchester. How you doing? South Boston. <laughs> the one that everybody always like talks a lot of shit about. The Irish. There's exactly. no more. Exactly. and Pros and Theaters. There's no Irish over here. They burst into flames. It's too hot. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't ready for it. No. I miss it, though. I miss the attitude. I always joke that, you know, the East versus West. Like, the East Coast, like, I, uh, I hate the weather, love the people. And the West Coast, you love the weather, hate the people. <laughs> it's so weird because, okay, so I'm we're all from the East Coast. I guess, yeah? Basically. Oh, yeah, right so on. Okay, good. I, I'm, I'm from, I was born 
in New York, and then I moved to Florida. Nice. And Whitney just is just from Florida all all through and through. Florida gets down though. I've yeah, had a Flo- lot of fun with Florida people. <laughs> Florida's scrappy. Like yeah. Florida is straight scrappy. Yeah. And that's a good way. Of, that's a good way of putting it. And it, it's crazy because coming out here for like work mm. and stuff, you know, spending like a week or two out here, like I used to do. Yeah. I never really noticed it before, but mm. now that I live out here, it's like there's a huge difference in the type of people that are kind of out here. The way people talk. I yeah. Think. It's a lot more. Passive aggressive, yeah. I guess, would be the way to explain Jesus it. Jesus Christ, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but the road rage, I think the road <gasps> rage is worse here than it is over there. Dude, my theory about that totally ties in because I'm like, that's the only place in LA that people can take out like their outrage and their aggression. Like everybody has this little fake smile on all oh, day. Because yeah, everybody's point. trying to be a star. Everybody's trying to make it. Everybody's trying to kiss ass of people that they don't like. But on the road, they're like, fuck you, die. You're not <laughs> right. getting in my lane. Like, but... That's just how they really feel. Oh my god! Okay, they're in the comfort of their little their little bubble in their car. So, yeah, you, know, you can't really see them. You don't know who they are. So yeah, they could be utter assholes and be like, even if I see you tomorrow, you won't recognize me. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point too. And it's funny because it's funny we're talking about the road rage right now because you know I, I didn't bring my car out here when I moved. You know, mm-hmm. no way it would have made the trip. So I've been just Ubering everywhere. So you know, I'm just like la la la. You know, I'm a passenger. I don't yeah. really deal with the traffic. And and even when I've driven you know around just here, we you know Turo or whatever, I've gone to like little trips. Today I had to drop Johnny and Draven off at the LAX, Uh-oh. and I had to That's come. That's probably the farthest you've ever gone in a car out there. Pretty much, I had to go on the 405, and I thought I was just gonna murder people. It was the most aggressive driving I think I've ever seen. It's mean, especially out of the LAX. LAX is like Mad Max in the Thunderdome. Yeah, he got mm-hmm. Uber drivers not giving a shit. Only the They're strong survive. Itching. Yeah, dude, <laughs> I'm sitting there and I'm trying to be like, "Yo, can I get out? Can I get out?" Yo, it's, finally, it's like, "Fuck you, I'm yeah. going." Like, yeah. <laughs> have to be a little aggressive it's kind of it's almost unfortunate but yeah it's yeah they take it as a personal offense if you're trying to merge into their lane right now (laughs) now what made you take the leap from the east to over here what made you finally say i'm going to la oh well i had nobody in my family moved like my mom actually lived in florida we lived in fort myers when i went to kindergarten and then we moved right back up uh, to massachusetts so pretty much nobody in my family ever left and i was actually the oldest person in uh in my family to not have kids basically or by 18 i hate to say it so i was like (laughs) i gotta get out of here right and like we grew grew up poor and that kind of stuff you know we were off and on on like food stamps and all that shit and so I just you know I wanted to like actually live some life and see some things and take some opportunities and not be you know broke and miserable and you know drinking a little too much yeah. like my environment wasn't the best but like I, I wanted to see and do more but I, w- I grew up around uh, sex work I'd run a lot of drag queens and my mother I would talk about her a little bit because she did some like uh, magazine work and stuff okay. so I was always very much like in that zone and I just wanted to see what's out there. And then, you know, if, you, if you're honestly smart, you know that Los Angeles is kind of the place you have to go oh, to yeah. do a lot Absolutely. of shit. Yeah. And I was kind of over the cold, too. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Like, we had a blizzard on, like, April Fool's when I was, like, 15 once. And I'm like, this oh, is stupid. That sounds terrible. You're like, I'm over it. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, you, you could go one of two places. Most, uh, you know, when you want to go be a star or whatever, some people mm-hmm. go to New York. Mm-hmm. Some people go to L.A. So it's always interesting to see, like. Which one? We, yeah, which one you, you picked and why. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I've had I've had other people that come on, like, I went to New New York to try it and then I ended up in LA so you know you, you never quite know the the path and the transition yeah but so then so then you come out to LA so mm-hmm. then, then what were you doing when you came out to LA like what's the the progression into where you're at now I guess the first job I actually had in LA was at the Roosevelt Hotel okay. I worked at the steakhouse there 
Um, and actually where I met a couple of friends, um, and had like my little LA experience, but man, I hated the service industry. I always joke like, uh, cause I was, you know, I was like a hostess at Chili's. I worked at the friendlies East coast restaurant, uh, chain that like was scooping ice cream. Oh yeah. And I'm like, fuck man. I like, you get way more sexually harassed and like talked down to oh, yeah. in the service industry. Right. than you do like in the strip club or on like a porn set or something. So I was At like, at least you're getting this. paid more sufficiently, when you, and yes. you you know to expect to get sexually harassed in the sex work industry. It's just it's it's shocking when you do it at a quote unquote vanilla job, right? Oh but, my god! And if somebody grabs your ass at a strip club, like I could smack you back. I kind of yeah, can't do yeah. that at like Applebee's. So you know? so people would really do like people do that shit at like at Applebee's and like every so often, or I mean, you know, like perverted nature. I mean, I've been hit on by like managers when I was underage working at oh, like wow. yeah in mainstream like real jobs so yeah. but and I also like started nude modeling when I was 18 uh so I, I mean it really was just like a progression and I was like I like to dance and well, that's cool. it was a good time so I just kind of worked the club for a while and it was so much fun I, I house dancers are the best this like the secret tap in for money and uh in terms of like um what is it the girlfriend experience okay. I always tell girls like the best the, the girls in the strip club who are making the most money they're not the ones like giving the $20 hand jobs in the back yeah they're the ones who are like talking to the dudes and like sipping champagne with their tits out in VIP for five hours with nobody touching them nobody fucking with them so you kind of learn like a little bit of like the the social dynamics and how to be sexy and like what your character is and how your body moves and all that kind of good stuff so it's a really it's a really interesting like sex work class I think everybody should be a stripper at one point and you know honestly <laughs> and I think I think it, it, it gives you like an interesting perspective because mm. I've, I've been a DJ and manager in strip clubs for years it's kind of it's kind of what I was doing pr prior to uh to coming out here but uh it, yeah it, it opens your eyes to a whole lot of different things mm -hmm. because it lets you know like the struggle the girls go through mm -hmm. honestly with how shitty the dudes can be mm. but you also get to see like the ones that really work it and work it the right way you're right aren't the ones giving the $20 handies in the back it's the mm -hmm. one that get the regulars that come back mm -hmm. that are constantly mm -hmm. able to sit there and they'll sit with a guy and I've, I've seen it I've seen it the, I've seen it all the time you'll have one girl in the club who will sit with a guy all night long mm -hmm. and the rest of the girls are talking mad shit They're like oh, mm -hmm. she ain't gonna make no money he's just sitting there he ain't he broke his shit he ain't doing nothing and at the end of the night she's the one walking out with a grand because yep. dude just slams it on the table because you know she hung out with him all night long I would say my secret weapon was day shift like people like would just have no idea but I'm like when you break it down too, like the whole like uh like economics of the strip club like who's coming into a good strip club during the daytime that's when you're gonna get like the businessmen the guys yeah. in suits the people who like can't come out on like a weekend because they got fucking families and jobs the people who come out on the weekends are usually like young guys bachelor parties they want to throw a few bucks here and there like if you want the whales and the regulars like weekdays and arguably day shift is where it's at I used to have people like rolling and not just me not even like to think that I'm like amazing like the really good dancers like they would have guys come in hand them envelopes of cash if they couldn't stay and hang out or bring yeah. them bottles of champagne and stuff oh man the strip club is like is really fun I miss like the house dancer days and that sense of like being anonymous and just being like yeah an out stripper that kind of thing versus like a feature dancer now yeah now it's like a whole different world I mean granted like you're treated so much better in like just the general terms and to you know, go from actual just being a house dancer to like my name being on the marquee is like it's pretty wild so I mean again I'm always going to be grateful for this industry and sex work I always joke who says it can't take you anywhere it's 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 why I've been out of the country like the only yeah. time I've been out of the country is because of the industry now now do, do you feel because there's been a little bit of a 
of a, a difference of opinion, I guess mm. you could say, as far as the term sex worker goes. Mm. Oh. As, as to whether it's like, uh, do, you, do you count like porn stars and things like that as sex workers the same as you would count an escort or as a, as a stripper or things like that? I don't know. I feel like I started using the word sex worker because kind of everybody else, I hate to say it, did. And yeah. Because I, I think of it as a blanket statement nowadays. Okay. Like, I think of it as like anybody, anybody who does like adult work, like whether it is escorting, stripping, porn i think it might be good to clarify what kind of sex work you do because it can mean so many different things and i know a lot of people if you say sex work they immediately hear escort Escort, yeah even if that's not the case and even if you're not so it i think it definitely depends i kind of use it as a blanket term but i'm also very specific about what i do yeah true but it depends because there's always i mean we we, i always find an interesting topic because Mm. it's something everybody has a little bit of a different opinion on i guess i've always thought of it as kind of like the old school way of uh, the way the industry used to be where the porn stars kind of fought against the moniker of sex worker because mm-hmm. they felt it kind of lumped them into the escort group. You know yeah. what I mean? So I, I always I always find it interesting now that it's, it's kind of become a, a buzzword, yeah. I guess. You know what I mean? I do think the line is getting a little bit more blurred in like sex mm-hmm. work, because, sure. right? Because like every girl's doing everything now. Yeah. I mean, the smart, like uh, big name porn girls, like, I mean, I'm, I'm doing everything. I fucking a webcam, I dance, I shoot movies, I shoot a lot of my own content. Like I do, I'm fucking on YouTube, I'm on Twitch. I do everything in between that I think you can do. Um, uh, so I don't know. It's hard. So I, I think most girls in adult entertainment do at least one other thing in adult yeah. entertainment. And like, if we're going to be really fucking honest here, I don't know if I should be saying this on the radio, <laughs> but I'm that person. Um, a lot of girls in the industry, like are strippers yeah. and are escorts. Like, let's just be real. And most of them don't hide it anymore. Yeah, true. If you're really being, like, five, ten years ago, it used to be super taboo for a oh, girl yeah. in porn to say that she was an escort. Now they're advertising it on yeah. their own social media. So I think if we're really being blunt here, the line is blurred a lot more than some people may want to admit. That is true. And that's actually a really good point because you're right. Five or ten years ago, it was, like, not spoken about. It was, it was in like contracts, I heard. channels. Yeah, exactly. And now it's just... You know, now it's just like, oh, hey, I'm, I'm going to this I'm gonna town. I'm going to be in this town for these dates. Hit up this email. And, yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's like no judgment. Like, that's the whole thing. Like, a lot of people are doing it, and it really is blurring the line. So it, I go back and forth. So, yeah, I think... Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think it, I think it's smart to branch out. Honestly, like I've never I've, I've never thrown shade at the girls that kind of blur the line a little more. You know, do what your I mean? thing if yeah. you enjoy it, whatever's working for you. I know girls who would rather escort than webcam. Yeah, and, true. And vice versa. You yeah, know what I mean. So web, it just web, depends. Webcam I, to me seems like a nine to five. It That's, can be <laughs> unless it, it really can be. I think it's just something I've done off and on for so long that it's just kind of easy for me to hop off and on because have, I have like that schedule. Yeah, I mean, I have like a bit of a fan base on certain websites, so. It's it's not too much. I suggest that that people like just do it sporadically. Okay. I mean, you can be like a twenty four seven like girl, like Bailey Rain. Uh, she's on webcam like full time, like five days a week, but she kills it. Yeah, you know, and she has like you know huge months where she'll like cam every single day, and she's like, well, that month that I'll cam every single day will essentially pay for like six more months like in a you know it just depends yeah. it works it if you work it like every other thing right true so, 
And now you mentioned that you do Twitch as well. So what do you do on, what do you do with Twitch? Uh, I mean, I just stream. Uh, and because uh, I believe like promo is promo. Everything like leads to another thing. Um, so, I mean, I'm just talking and playing video games. Nice. I did like uh, that. What was that? That game, Detroit Become Human. Oh yeah. Okay. I played that uh, all the way through. I did like a 12 hour live stream. Oh, like I awesome. ordered Chinese Damn. food. Yeah. You know, I like to make that kind of stuff in like a thing. So like I'm very interactive, but you know, very, very chill and do my own thing. So. So, yeah, I'm like you do I do it all. Like who knows where that can lead to. Now, now Twitch Twitch I've always found interesting because mm. because it's such a it's such a weird environment. You've got people that are very you know successful mm. and supportive, but then there's like this weird group that don't like female gamers oh, on yeah. Twitch itself. I turn off a lot of the comments and stuff. And there's like this crazy rule of like you can't show more than like 2 inches of cleavage. Yeah. There's literally That's crazy. Isn't that fucked up? It's very sexist yeah. like if you really break it down, but it's it's very cuz it, honestly it goes in to like there's a lot of male streamers that were mad that girls with their boobs out would get so much attention yeah but then it's like dude if your stream ain't that interesting and they'd rather look at some boobs like the, whose fault is that yeah there's nothing <laughs> you can do about it. i mean that's i literally have to like kind of wear something along the lines of a turtleneck when i do wow like, streaming so people don't get mad at me i was gonna say have you had any issues with the twitch terms of service or Not whatever really i mean i'll do like maybe something like this and even that's kind of pushing it but i'll also like kind of knock off like comments so that i don't really see them and i don't really okay. respond to them so mostly when i twitch it's like just me doing my thing or if i'm with another performer uh gaming or something nice because yeah. yeah i know uh what man manuel ferrara he does his uh channel on there too he makes some money too is, oh really he streams a decent amount so nice. he has like a pretty solid fan base yeah well, that's pretty cool yeah. i mean it's 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 always interesting to see how the, the branch out works especially into the more mainstream things i was just talking to, to johnny sins and he says he makes a few grand a month just off of youtube sponsorships really so i mean yeah that's this, pretty tits. right the smartest thing you can do is like just spread yourself like uh, spread yourself around ha, ha, ha. <laughs> but you know especially your little interest like He's big on fitness and diet and supplements. So like those kind of people are going to sponsor him yeah. and look at him. And if he's like smart and advertising the right way, like that's money. And then he doesn't have to be on as many sets if he doesn't want to be yeah. have more vacations and rest his penis. And same thing for the girls. Like sometimes like, you know, <laughs> we got bruises on our knees and I can't be on set five days in a row. So yeah. these little, even the small residual income is like, is so important, I think. And that's, that's kind of the new way the business is kind of going too. And I know you've been a, a, a very, vocal proponent of mm. the multi-stream of income and doing your own content very much like, like how do you feel like that is going to continue changing the business do you think we're going away a little bit from the studio system and more into like the micro transaction system i guess i think lately the past few years this that's what people want to see is something a little bit more quote-unquote real because yeah. i think a lot of things have been like very overproduced and i think people just want to be able to uh, see the porn that they want. I always say that the biggest lie I was ever told is that people don't pay for porn. They absolutely do. Okay. They just pay for the porn that they want because there's so many damn options now. And mm -hmm. now if they want something specific, they can come directly to like me or you personally for something that they want. So I think it's only getting better in terms of like the independent contractor sense of uh, if you are smart and want to take initiative, like it's, it's so great for us where our content is finally making the money that it really should have made. Like I know girls 
individuals who had websites for other companies and networks years ago and were telling me that they were only making like a few hundred dollars a month, which is absolutely insane for like, you know, like these scenes that are making other people rich. So, I mean, I'm just, I'm very, I am definitely outspoken when it comes to like, because content is king and, you know, we are the product and we deserve to be compensated fairly for it. And I think for a while I was very vocal about it because I felt like some of the industry was trying to discourage a lot of performers getting on that, even some agents and some directors. And that's not okay. Like, like these people are trying to eat, you know, and because of things like OnlyFans and Fan Centro, where people are like actually able to post when they want and connect with their fans when they want and their fans are able to, you know, pay them properly for the things that they they're they're after. I think it saved people's lives. Like I've had like legitimate conversations with big name performers who have had contracts, been around for years and said that they could barely pay their bills wow. before shit like OnlyFans and crazy. shit the past couple of years. It's not fair. It's not okay. And it's really not. Mm-hmm. And and I think the people who are mad at this stuff is are the people that just aren't getting those desperate phone calls anymore like they used to being like I'll do a, a fucking anal scene for $600 I just can't pay my rent yeah. like I used to be told by directors that they like that's how they would like fill some slots and and I was always kept that in the back of my head so I'm like you you need to take care of yourself and be out for you and make sure that you're eating at the end of the day and so then also too it's great for the business sorry I'm talking a lot no you're fine it's, <laughs> it's great for the business because then it leads to less people hating the business and regretting the stuff that they do honestly yeah and that, that's very true because mm-hmm. yeah the, the people that rely on the shoots can, can only yeah and then when they're not getting enough shoots it's like the business forgot about me fuck the business yeah and then they're the ones that end up being like the anti-porn ralliers at these yeah. you know different events and it's it i've always found that to be interesting and it's funny you say that with the desperate calls because mm-hmm. i used to know a producer back in the day who had a uh, end of the month fund? He called it because he would set, he would stack up his booking money for when he would get the desperate calls, and he could book literally anything. One time, he booked a four girl orgy for like under a grand. Wow! Total. Holy shit! Total that's with with fun. with that's all the girls fun. paid, and I'm like, yeah, wow, like it's that's scandalous. And it it was very skeezy, but yeah. you know, I get for yeah. his but perspective. It's business. It's yeah, I was gonna say business. it made sense, but yeah. and I mean, I guess at the end of the day if he is helping them pay whatever bill they need to pay, but you're right. There's a better way to do it. And the only fans and the fan centro and all that is the way to kind of go. Yeah. Now with, with fan centro though, the, the interesting thing about that is Mm. we've been hearing in the news lately about girls losing their Snapchats, girls losing their major accounts. I mean, I know a few, I'm I'm not going to name names, but I know a few that have lost. I lost my public money. I lost my public one. Did you really? And I didn't even post anything scandalous on there. Real, well, I knew the Snapchat thing was going to get taken down eventually, too, because it's completely against Snapchat's like terms of yeah, service to even have a premium at all. So I, and I feel like Fan Central has like this massive target on its back. It's, I think so, too. You know I, I mean, mean, I hate like I'm not I'm not hate to say it. Shout but, out to Fan Central. We yeah, love you no, guys. I but, do. Hey, you guys but, are really cool. <laughs> we but, really do love you guys. I'm just saying. But just, I think they're yeah. aware. I think Snapchat yeah. is becoming a bit more aware. And some, you know, that's why they, you know, they need to get on like a different kind of server along the lines of something like OnlyFans that's been able to to thrive. I think that's the one that girls been making a lot of money on. But Snapchat's fun. It's easy. It's good to have. Like it's something to have until it goes away. Is yeah, the way that true. I look at it. It's one of those. And even things like you know, I want clips and many vids. Such a great place to upload your stuff and to sell your merchandise. When I first got in, like seven years ago, there was like nowhere you could even sell like your bra and panties. Like you would be kicked off of eBay. Oh yeah, eBay would shut you down in yeah. a heartbeat. Yeah. 
So, I mean, the industry has changed it's a all, lot. It's all about how you word things. <laughs> it's true, <laughs> though. <laughs> you can't say anything's worn or like, yeah, but yeah. Do you, do you uh, I mean, I don't know if you can say maybe contracts or whatever, but do you have like a preference of a platform that you like or something that's worked well for you? Oh, no, or? I'm not contracted to anybody. That's why I can talk shit about everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, that's a fun fact too. I've actually never accepted any contract in my entire okay. career. Um, just cause I, I like to spend my time around. I'm the mini, I'm not a control freak. I control, I like to control what I do. Okay. I don't care what you do as long as I have a say in everything that I do. I got you. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, sorry, what was the question? No, uh, <laughs> no, but basically, do you have like a platform that you prefer that's worked out well oh. for you? Oh, God. I mean, OnlyFans, I think, is amazing. Uh, ManyVids is so nice. And I, I like the people behind ManyVids. And I think, you know, they were some people that were really uh, shaking it up a little bit, too, in terms of trying to give performers more options because it was a, a big platform that we can uh, sell our videos and our merchandise. And there's even like a little. Um, story thing that you can add and they're even add added streaming um and so and they were like changing percentages every so month be like oh some months you get an 80 percent payout or yada yada so i think like it was very performer friendly yeah. and i think they were one of the first ones who are really kind of making people a little nervous i think in a good way because when when something good is happening and new uh new things are invented it only gets more and more and more we're not going to go yeah. backwards in time like the Absolutely. iphone isn't going to get worse yeah true you know so i think it just it kind of is just forcing people to be a little bit more on their game and i remember you were saying earlier about like is it going to be the end of studios i don't think it's going to be the end of studios at all i just think it's going to make you know people have to get on their game a little more yeah. and care a little more and like clean their sets a little better and you know pay their talent correctly and little things like that but in terms of what i'm on i'm on many vids i want clips i have my own website romyrain.com only fans fan centro um yeah youtube twitch i dance um, oh, I have a fleshlight. I have residual income from my fleshlight and my Kiru products. Um, so, yeah, I'm like, the smartest thing you can do is, like, anything that can make you money while you sleep, yeah, do it. absolutely. Do it. And and then the cool thing about many vids, too, at least for the more mainstream part of the, the industry, is mm. that it caters more to the mainstream, like, more to the yeah. hardcore porn, where, you know, shout out to Clips for Sale and and, and I, want, uh, I Want Clips, because, mm. you know, they cater more to the fetish, fetish side of things. Yeah. But it's, it's harder for a mainstream producer or, or somebody that just does t regular porn air quotes mm. to, to be as successful on sites like those yeah. compared to a many vids where you can load up on there and, and definitely have more of an audience that's looking for your typical pornography. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I think is really uh, kind of a cool thing that they were able to kind of carve a niche with that wasn't so much a niche, but that catered to the bigger picture, I guess. Yeah. So many options. I mean, yeah, they really, uh, they made it very easy for everybody too. And Pornhub. I know like a five years ago, that would be yeah. another thing. Everybody used to talk about Pornhub, but now the past few years as laws have changed and things have switched around, like nobody's stealing content on Pornhub anymore, unless it's like a random person uploading the main companies and performers that are on Pornhub. It's their content. Yeah. They, they know it's there. <laughs> yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it always used to like, it used to be very confused and have these debates a few years ago, like on Twitter and people like, oh my god they're stealing my content my browsers and like lansky scene is up on pornhub i'm like but it's on their page on pornhub <laughs> they're for making look money for a little blue check look for a little blue check You're yeah good. <laughs> no they're profiting off of your scenes which you would be able to too if you own some of your own content yeah but if you own your content anything like that's uploaded on pornhub gets transferred to your page you make money off of i also have a page there so i mean 
yeah, just, you know, get on your shit, on your stuff. And they're basically becoming the adult YouTube, which is kind of an yes. interesting concept. I think that's what they're going and for. We, and we really needed that. Yeah. Because <laughs> now now they're letting you post things up there that isn't just sex. Like, yeah. it's, it's like, you can even do, like, clothes stuff. So you can even start doing, like... You know, almost like the silly videos that you see on YouTube. Yeah. But they keep getting demonetized on YouTube. Yeah. Like, like I, I, I watch a couple of YouTube stars that are that actually one girl even posted on her YouTube page that she was thinking about opening up a Pornhub page, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Before you get too excited," but it was basically going to be the the typical things that she posted on YouTube. Yeah. But then they pulled down, or they said no monetization and shit like that. Because you can't even talk about sex or the industry on YouTube. Like I've gotten like travel vlogs demonetized, so I'll just yeah do the same thing. Yeah. Post them also on youtube and just add like a little bit more sexy footage and stuff like that and then there you go yeah it's crazy and i mean yeah we we got i was thrown in youtube jail because we had a video (laughs) we had a video of a guy getting kicked in the nuts for 20 minutes and i'm sitting there i mean i mean you you knew that was gonna get kicked off come on see i was but but see i was annoyed about that one specifically because if you go on youtube and and you know everybody gets goes down a youtube hole where Mm -hmm. you know it's the middle of the night you're watching random shit next thing you know you're watching a million videos of something you would no intention of yeah and if you go on there and you type in kicked in the balls there's millions mm-hmm. of videos of like dudes just getting kicked in the balls so why are those okay and our video wasn't they said it was because it was 30 minutes of just this guy <laughs> getting kicked in the balls compared to like a minute clip here and there i don't know i, I still call bullshit yeah it's probably your affiliation they do care about your thinking. affiliation exactly. they do thinking. Yeah. They put two and two together. They saw other things going on on the side. And they're like, oh, this yeah. is for, for adult activities. Gotcha. This wasn't just for a laugh. Mm-hmm. They'll even check certain keywords on YouTube as well. Like they'll flag certain keywords. Like so if it's mm-hmm. like adult or adult entertainment or triple X or like yeah. something like that or. Well, that's the same with yeah. In Instagram now, you have to be super careful with your yeah. keywords. Yep. I know people are getting that are getting burned off of literally just the keywords. You, gotta be you post a picture Hi. of a puppy. <laughs> oh well, no! You post a picture of like a puppy, you know, yeah. and it'd be I perfectly got, I fine. Got my, one of my last posts was food that oh. I made. <laughs> oh, what was the keyword that got you? Uh, who the hell? Uh, probably food porn. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, probably. Maybe. Yeah, they'll get you on that one. Anything like I, I always have to be careful. I used to do. I, when we would do the promo for the show, I used to do like hashtag adult, hashtag star. I don't yeah. do that anymore. And now it's now it's just an issue. It's, it's, it's not ridiculous. Worth it. Yeah, it's crazy. Though I mean, uh, luckily, knock on wood, uh, I did get verified legitimately okay. on Instagram, which was pretty cool. Because uh, for a while there, there was like this whole like you have to pay for it. Like everybody was being solicited by like these creepers who like had quote unquote friends at Instagram yeah. and only needed three thousand dollars and your ID and social security number and some blood. <laughs> and I'm like, girl, a lock of your hair, honestly. And well, then some sounds fishy, right? And then sometimes they would get verified, and then sometimes they would get like their profile taken down not soon like soon after yeah. so it was, it was all those little like conspiracy theory rumors that like they're getting your account verified just to get it like kicked off to get more money to get you reinstated oh again. wow yeah so it was like this whole little swindly system that was going on on instagram for a while so i do feel like you know a little proud that i just woke up and like I didn't pay for it. So it is possible. So I tell people that too. So just try to like post legit. It took seven years. I've had the same Instagram for seven years. God damn. Congratulations. (laughs) I know. Knock on wood. It did get actually deactivated once. It did. But I did get it back because I didn't post anything wrong. So I just like flooded them like crazy and like sent them like my business like shit. But, uh, but yeah, so I do try to tell people, I'm like, just try to stay clean and try to stay legit. Like if you're doing 
if you're on the up and up, they might pay attention. Yeah, who knows? Exactly. Who knows? Or they might delete you. Who knows? I, I will say, after seeing the belly of the beast, and mm. I went with uh, with APAG when they went out to that Instagram thing, that when they went to the Instagram Oh, how was that? Interesting. Mm. It was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my whole life. Mm. It is a total police state. Oh, wow. In that whole little area. Like, so we, we get in this little like, like travel bus and we go out there mm. and they have a set meeting, right? They have yeah. a set meeting to go talk to these people. And we were given the Royal runaround through like five different parking garages. Right. So then finally we dropped them off where you know, the people go to the meeting, Alana Evans and the rest of her crew, yeah. they were going through there. So we dropped them off at their little area. We are supposed to set up and find a spot to set up for the actual protest in case shit goes South in the actual meeting. Yeah. So we dropped them off. We're still driving around. We're directed to other different parking areas and we end up getting stopped in the middle of the parking garage by like nine different security guards oh wow and they're like swarming and all kinds of stuff trying to confuse people trying to freak people out yeah finally we get escorted off the property driven a mile away right and we have to park in this like starbucks parking lot while we wait for the rest of them we have like two cops like circling the starbucks making sure we don't try to go back into the instagram like compound it was ridiculous. That fucking helicopter followed us on the highway back. Like, and I, we were just being paranoid. There was a spotlight on us as wow. we're going. And then when we got off the exit to go back towards, I forget wherever it was, that spotlight went and the helicopter turned right away. We're like, that yeah. was for us. That wasn't just us being weird. That was for us. There's a lot of money in like <laughs> some of these like companies, man. Like, and I'm like at the same time, I'm also I feel like I, knock on smart enough to know that Instagram don't give a fuck about us. Like, yeah. honestly, dude, like, what is like? I see people like screaming about it on like Twitter and stuff. I'm like, but at the same time, it's their fucking website. If they decide to kick us all off because they want to, they technically can. Yeah, even true. if it's fucked up and wrong, like, it's their website. Like, what can I really do at the end of the day? Like. I've always wondered. I've always wondered. I mean, like, like, like Pornhub is kind of coming and being the YouTube. Mm. I, w- I wonder why why somebody doesn't just like. I mean, I don't know. There's got to be a similar like an adult API. Instagram. Yeah, there's got to be a similar API out there that works as close to Instagram as you can legally. Mm. You know what I mean? So that way, if you go pick up this new program, you're like, okay, I know how this works yeah. just instinctively. And maybe just something that has a better terms of service. I think Ma- that's the future. I do think that'll happen eventually. Maybe not like the Wild West that Twitter used to be, but, you know, yeah. like, I can't open my hey, Twitter hey, in I public. Enjoyed that wi- I enjoyed that Wild West. <laughs> I don't mind Twitter. I like Twitter. I think Twitter's very valuable to have. I mean, like, Instagram's great for, like, photos and basic promotion, but, like, Twitter's great if you actually have something to say or, you know, want to communicate with people and spread some word and help people out. So I'm grateful for it. Now, do, do you think mm-hmm. Twitter, do you think Twitter has kind of like changed the business in like a negative way? Like as far as like bullying and as far as things like that goes, mm. I mean, there's some people that think like Twitter is a little bit of a double-edged sword. Yes and no. You don't really hear of Instagram bullying. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, because all they, they have to comment under each other's <laughs> pictures. I've seen that happen, though. Really? So let's not act like that doesn't okay, happen. For okay. sure. But then it'll usually migrate onto Twitter because that's where people can write all the that's words. That's true, yeah. Um, on Instagram, it's usually somebody writes like a paragraph and posts it on their story. <laughs> and it's like, that's just stupid. Um, but I mean, yes and no. I'm very firm in the belief that to an extent, Twitter in particular has made the industry safer for performers. Okay. Uh, because I just, I don't know, maybe without going into crazy deal, I very, 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 very much believe that because I love what I do. I love, you know, the industry in general, but there are like are slash were a decent amount of pieces of shit. 
Sure. You and know it makes what I mean? it easier to call out the bullshit. That's exactly. absolutely true. Yeah. So I think that is incredibly valuable. And I think, honestly, like more directors and companies and set are treating people better and on their best behavior, mostly because they don't want to be called out on social media. Have you, yep. noticed, have you yes. noticed that? Like a, a difference? Yes. Okay. People are terrified of being called out on social media. And that's really, honestly, what some of like the mentality of like, oh, Twitter's like making it really hard for us to abuse people like we used to. Like, honestly, <laughs> that's on, that's what I hear a lot of times from these guys. Like, I mean, and not in exactly those words, yeah. but in some kind of it's those words. That. Yeah, exactly. A little bit. Because I'm like, yeah, I'm like people like who say like they're so afraid of being me too. And I'm like, what did you do that makes you so afraid? Right, right. Be, a, be a normal individual and you'll be fine. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> like, because in all, there are very few people that are legitimately, legitimately accused of saying and doing things that they didn't do. You know, I mean, it happens, but like if, you know, five, 10, 20 people all have a very similar story about you. <laughs> Where there's smoke, there's fire. Legit. <laughs> so I feel that way. I honestly think, you know, it's made the industry a little safer and like there's always going to be a little bit of bullying, but like it's nowadays people, we at least have to act like we don't like bullying. So yeah. it'll be nipped in the bud a little faster. I think like now bullying is a very bad word where I would even like openly say like five years ago it was considered a lot cooler to be be an asshole to each other on Twitter. Uh, yeah, honestly, I mean, I remember, I remember some of the all-time, you know, Twitter fights. I mean, and and I, I'll, I'll admit, when a Twitter fight breaks out, I'm the first one to be on Twitter, and be like, all right, all right, whose thread am I following? Yeah, I mean, we're watching. Like, yeah, I mean, I think that's part of the reason why it's so popular. It's like, oh no, no, I don't like you. You're going on mute, like you know, <laughs> that type of thing, you know? Who's Which right? Is, who's which, wrong? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, I, I wonder if if people are being bullied more now, just as societal goes, or are we just more aware of it now? And I, 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 that's what I struggle with. Like, did Twitter make it to where people are getting bullied more? Or do we just know about it now? I think we just know and about it now more. You know, yeah. this done been the universe. Like when girls talk about like sexual harassment and stuff and some guys are like, oh my God, some guys yelled at you on the street. I'm like, every single woman in the world has been yelled at on the street. Yeah. Like when they were a child. Yeah. So, true. I mean, I don't know. I just think it's made us a lot more aware. Um, I think, but it also, of course, when, when there's a microphone or like, what is it? A soapbox? A lot of people love jumping on a soapbox too. Yeah. So it's going to definitely breed a lot more preachers who like I have something to say I deserve to be heard my True. opinion matters more than yours the social justice warrior yeah, yeah that's what yeah. Twitter's about like respect my opinion but yours is stupid yeah exactly so yeah. I think that's a thing on Twitter too that happens a lot yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean I, I, I gotta say that that's very true though because me and me and Whitney have had a conversations on the air before we were we were somewhere we were in the same exact place and she brought something up to me and i was like i didn't notice that i went what the hell because i'm terrible i don't really notice my surroundings i'm just like <laughs> la, la, la. i'm just walking around and then she pointed out she's like well when you're a girl and you're by yourself most of the time you have to look around and notice things when you're walking around with your keys and your fucking knuckles you know what i mean and it oh kinda... yeah you acted like well why can't you go to walmart at two o'clock i don't want to end up in somebody's trunk yeah i was like yeah but i was <laughs> like that's the best time to go to walmart nobody's around she's like yeah guys like you. i can go there shirtless with no shoes on and nobody will say anything to me i'm like it must be nice right and the, yeah. it, it hit me like a truck i was like wow fuck oh. me you're right yeah, yeah like holy shit like and, and i guess as somebody who's never like 
I mean, I've never catcalled somebody on the streets, you know, so it doesn't, I guess it doesn't really uh, liar. dawn. Oh, yeah, right? We appreciate that. It, right? It just, it doesn't dawn on me that, like, wow, fuck, that you can't go to Walmart 2 in the morning by yourself. It's probably not the greatest idea in the world. Yeah. Like, it's it's a weird, it's a weird thing, you know what I mean? And it's, it, it's hard, like, either way, because, you know, like, they're, yeah, I always called it was, like, the, the, the good guy trope, like, when it comes oh, to, God. like, uh, people, <laughs> and it's, like, people can think, oh, come on, they're such a good guy, give them a chance, you don't know until you know, like, until they beat you, you you don't know if they're going to beat you. Right. And then they like, you know, they act like a fucking fool. And if then they're wearing a fedora though. They're probably going to <laughs> see <laughs> exactly. And then when Touché. they act a fool, they're going to be like, see, he was wearing a fedora. You should have known. Why would you give a guy with a fedora a chance? Exactly. So it's like, I look at that way the same thing with like the girl stuff. It goes both ways. So it's like on one hand, it's like, well, obviously. And on the other hand, it's like, come on. Yeah, true. So eh, it's yeah, it's he hard. He tipped his fedora and said, "Milady, you're going to end up in a trunk. You know, better safe than sorry, but then somebody's nice going to be like, m'lady. M'lady. ma'am. Yeah, exactly. But see, somebody be like, oh, come on, he was just trying to be nice, but then like, and then you end up in a trunk, and then what are you going to do then? So. I, always, I always feel like if you have to tell people that you're nice, you're probably, yeah, you're probably serial you're killer. You're probably not. <laughs> like, why are you scared? I'm such a nice guy. Right? It's like, whoa. Three out of four wives disagree. <laughs> Take this drink that nobody has seen this. Until, yeah. yeah, it's like, come on, that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, so I don't know. I so I think, like, yeah, Twitter is just it, it's made everybody, it's a lot more vocal and good in bad ways. Yeah, but true. I mean, does, does nobody remember yeah. MySpace? I remember the bullying on MySpace yeah. to be ridiculous. Yeah, MySpace we, was great. I don't know. <laughs> most of us were in like middle school and shit when MySpace bullying was around. Like, really? It was high school. Yeah, I guess it might have been high school. Yeah, I guess I had to have been high school, I guess, because I didn't really get the internet until, like, end of middle school. So, yeah, that's true. Maybe I'm just trying to make myself seem younger. That top eight, <laughs> that caused some problems. Dude, the top eight was no joke. <laughs> yeah. Like, like if you you had to be careful. Like, I remember I remember, I decided because so many people were bitching that my top three were going to be celebrities. Uh, I'm just like, y'all can't compete with celebrities, so yeah. fuck you guys. <laughs> Keep Tom up there. Yeah, everybody. Tom's always there. I wonder what happened to Tom. I think he's rich, right? You think so? Yeah, he's made his money and got the fuck out. You That's th- the smartest thing I think any, like, businessman can do. <laughs> you don't think he's hiding under under one of the overpasses on the 101? Like, just I mean, maybe. <laughs> I he's used to have so many friends. Breaking Bad Sing style, he sold his stock. Yeah, you don't know. Like, he just sold it all too fast. Or, like, Blair Witch style, like the Blair Witch Project movie that always, like, is such an interesting, like, thing oh, to yeah. me. You know about that, yeah, right? Oh, where, yeah, like, oh, yeah. where one took the $1,000 paycheck and the other's, like, took a percentage of whatever the movie made and the movie fucking exploded and they're yeah. millionaires. Uh, yeah, yeah. And the other one's just like, well, you got your grand. Yeah. It's like, Sorry about your Imagine luck. Imagine being like, the guy who took the grand, but you don't know. <laughs> right? Like, Yeah. I mean, <laughs> a thousand bucks or 15% of nothing. You yeah. know what I mean? But, but then it's like, fuck, you know, choices. <laughs> yeah. Well, the funny thing about, the funny thing about uh, that, remember, remember that was done in UCF, right? Uh, the University of Central Florida. It was a bunch of people. Was it? Yeah, it was a, uh, the people who directed that went mm. to uh, University of Central Florida, which was, sure. you know, 20 miles <laughs> away from, from where we were. Yeah. And that was such a huge story uh, when that came out. But yeah, I remember that. The guy took, the guy took like a grand mm-hmm. and now he, they, they even interviewed him like the 10 year anniversary <sighs> or something. Mean. And he's like, that was one of the stupidest things I think I've ever done. Oh. But I think he renegotiated the deal when it went to DVD. 
Okay, they kind of felt bad for him, you think? Well, apparently DVD <laughs> made all kinds of upheaval, and then oh, streaming yeah. was even worse mm-hmm. because you had to renegotiate because all the contracts were for home video release, oh, yeah. and then DVD was now a disc, so people were like, oh, it's fucking different, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then when Netflix came out, it's like nobody said anything about streaming, yeah. which is why now when you look at contracts, especially for mainstream, uh, they say for formats past, present, and future. Oh, funny! So that way, your your SOL if something new comes out. Who knows? But yeah, they they he got he got lucky on the on the redo for when they started coming out in different formats. That's nice. I didn't know that. I thought yeah. he was just fucked with his thousand dollars forever. Right. <laughs> I was like, oh man, did the other people feel bad for him? Was it a thing? But did they do a fundraiser? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, shit. You never know, like about that kind of stuff. Like it's all about those little decisions when it comes to business. So. Absolutely. It's very interesting. And and, and it's, it, it, that's a really good segue to my next question, though. It's, mm. it's all about the little decisions that you make when it comes to business. Mm. When you started performing, when you started said, I'm going to be a porn star, mm. or if those were if, the, if that even entered your mind when you decided to perform, but did you think that you would become as successful at it as you have, or did you think that you would just kind of just be another star? Uh, I had no idea. No idea. I definitely had in uh, my mind, because uh, I started at the... 25 about to turn 26 which mm-hmm. is kind of late for uh, a girl but uh so my whole mentality because the last like civilian guy was was with and i told him like you know if it doesn't work out i, I really want to pursue this um and it was a fun fact three months later like as i started like working he sent me an email i was like well at least i know you're not a liar and i'm like yeah how you doing <laughs> um uh, but I always said that, like, if I'm going to do it, like, I'm going to make it worth doing because, you know, I was the whole mentality is like, if you're going to be a garbage man, be the best fucking garbage man you can be. Because yeah. then there's like, there's pride there. There's respect there. Yeah. Like, you're really, yeah, you're trying to do something. You're, and it's hard to be we're successful. Do, don't half a- ass it. Exactly. Because that's usually what makes people like regret the industry and hate it. Yeah. And it's like, no, if you're going to do it, try to do it well. Try to be the, at least the best version of yourself. So I never necessarily tried to be anybody else, but I wanted to try to do like the best I could. Could. And I was I was really particular in like what I was called and like uh, like the scenes that I would do. Uh, so I mean I was always really particular. I was uh, early on it wasn't very popular to have a list, mm. but I've always been one of those people. I always need to know like who I'm working with okay. and like uh, yeah, and so I can like approve and feel good about it. And it's just it's all it's a very kind of mental thing too. So I cover everything beforehand, and then when I'm on set, I just want to relax and be sexual and be free. Um, but yeah, I was very particular. Um, I like unless it's like a very specific thing if I'm playing a character I was like I don't like being told how to look okay <laughs> um <laughs> like when people because I always like I love my nails and stuff and I just I'm like unless somebody really like has a particular preference I love like color oh. color options like give me themes but if somebody's like okay we hate your nails chop them off we want like french tip okay we we don't like um like we don't like tattoos yeah we don't like tattoos if we're gonna cover all of your tattoos um blah 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 so like little things like that and like oh you know and nothing anything against this term i don't really mind it as much now obviously but like when i was 25 they're like oh could you mind doing like milf stuff and like working with guys that are like exactly your age if not older and i feel like they wanted to try to pigeonhole me a little bit to like you know angry tattooed milf like fucking all the little boys and i was very against that i'm like i'm i want to be a grown woman like i'm 25 like can i just be a grown woman and like you know just be sexual and like fuck who i want to fuck and do what i want to do so i i was very steadfast on things that i wanted to do and like how i felt about myself even though i didn't have anything in particular in mind i just always did what felt right and not right and and i'm kind of like a little bit of a 
alone or homebody. So like the the partying never appealed to me. And I was like doing bottle service and stripping beforehand. So when people are like, oh, my God, I have vodka and Molly. I'm like, oh, my God, been there, done that. You know, <laughs> like, like, oh, my God, you're so cool. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, because it's so hard for a slutty girl to get vodka and Molly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, get out of here. <laughs> Rude. Who do you think I am? That's where I get bougie Hair there. Flip, yeah, Honestly, right? like you think I need that shit. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I just kind of minded my P's and Q's and I just stayed out of trouble. I think it's why I did well in like the strip club. I would show up on time, not drink and leave. I'm a bit of a weed smoker, though, but that's like the most I do. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm a lazy stoner. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so uh, I, I do. I hold very firm on on certain things for a minute like earlier on like uh my older agents were like well you don't want to like you know be called a diva i'm like why because like i care about what penises are inside of me and what i'm called on a dvd right like uh there's one uh relatively major company that won't work with me uh, or won't hire me anymore for the past few years because um like they they like lied to me about like what the dvd title was going to be oh shit and i was like well i'm not okay with like these certain words and these kind of phrasing and they're like, okay, okay, no problem. You know, we want you on the cover, so we want you to be happy. Um, uh, cover comes out, says something not okay, uh -oh. something I didn't agree with. And, uh, and then I call my agent who called them, and uh, apparently this company, and again, this is like a few years ago before uh, people could be called out or they were afraid yeah, and all that, sure, before yeah. the Me Too hour and all that. And it was like, uh, apparently they said to two different ones, my agents, like, oh, well, she signed paperwork. We can call her whatever the fuck we want to call her. Oh, wow. And I was wow. like, that was the attitude. Wow. Yes, apparently that was almost verbatim what they said. And oh, I'm like, shit. fuck that and fuck them. So I kind of called them out. Um, I just said it wasn't cool. And apparently, like, this company has a few issues with a lot of girls. So it's little things like that. Like, you know, there is absolutely no reason that you should be disrespecting me. Yeah. I'm a grown woman, like, giving my body to, like, to this industry. And I'm, like, my job is to have the sex people wish that they could have. Like, don't try to, like, completely, like, dull my shine and my fantasy. And, like, if you're hiring me, <laughs> hire me. Yeah. Or else don't hire me. Um, so yes and no. So I've had like little moments like that or, you know, certain companies that don't like, you know, tattoos or nails and it's like, well, we'll hire her if she like completely tries changes to everything, changes yeah. everything about yeah. her. And then, you know, where's our brand no, and yada, yada point because it's no longer your image. Thank you. I mean, especially yeah. after a certain amount of time, like everybody wants to talk about their image and brand, but like we're out here cultivating other people's images and brands. So at least like mm -hmm. to an extent, even the back of your mind, like, yeah, what does that mean to you? Yeah, because if you're not yourself anymore and you don't feel good about the way that you look or how you're being represented, then you are not a brand. Like it's true, mm -hmm. honestly. So I don't know. So I would I just was always very much that. And again, like only child, single parent, really, really stubborn kind of thing, <laughs> I guess. But I love what I do and I will work really fucking hard. So I, I, I have that reputation. Like so if if I'm a little bit of a diva, I'm also a diva that will show up on time. Yeah. I will be sober. I will be like shaved and clean and healthy. And I'm going to like give you the fuck of my life. But I demand respect. <laughs> I do. Fuck that. Well, I mean, it, me. it, it, should, it, should, yeah, it shouldn't even have to be something that you have to like demand, demand or fight about. It's yeah. like, I, why, why not be respectful? What, what do you, what, what do you gain from being disrespectful? Mm. I mean, that's something Touché. I've always, mm. I've always wondered, you know, you can always get more, what is it more bees with honey or flies with honey or yeah. whatever, you know, it's, I, I never understood the, the opposite thought process of that. But I mean, what you said you had a list, what, what would you say would be on your no list? Like, 
Uh, not I'm, names, I'm, but like things or, or topics or moles. whatever. Moles. <laughs> no, <kidding>. no moles. <laughs> I mean, I've heard of funny little stuff like that. But no, no, I'm very much an attitude person. I really am. Like if they're easygoing and chill and, you know, a good reputation, like the same thing with me. If they sh- like are known for showing up, being clean and healthy and can do their job, I'm in. Yeah. Though if we're being really honest, there's not as many people in the industry who like can True. do that. Who I mean, do the, their jobs. The, this is a term poor star time for a reason. Thank you. Thank you. No, yeah. And just, you know, being, you know, uh, professional and like healthy and like on their game. It's, you know, and I I tell girls too when they talk about scenes and, you know, there's a lot of girls like, oh, you know, I I did these scenes and I'm not crazy happy about them. And I'm like, look, it is a lot more important if we're talking about career and longevity for you to do scenes that you're happy with and where you're comfortable. So like you would rather have like five really amazing scenes to promote than 10 mediocre ones. True. Because those are going to work against you, I think. Yeah. So definitely. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Especially when it comes to like body of work and yeah. you know, hall of fame time, you know, that sort Especially of thing. Especially for a girl, you know, yeah, like how true. you promote yourself and how good you look in your scenes, like, uh, and how good the action is in the scene really does matter. So I do think, you know, uh, partners do matter. I'm not one of those people that thinks like anybody can be slammed together and two girls that like have beef should like be forced to work together. I'm like, that doesn't work. You guys, unless there's a cage and some mud that could yeah. work. <laughs> it was one of those aggressive scene sure or but jello. yeah right. or otherwise it's just going to be a three-way where two girls are fighting over the dick which can be hot <laughs> right, right but it again has to be a certain theme well they just start fighting forget the dick and then yeah. you're like, what's going and the on? guy's just over there jerking off in the corner but he's into it so it's fine <laughs> or he's crying one no. of the two. <gasps> Ooh, sometimes we like that but but yeah it's more of an attitude thing like if if you're if you're known to be like a jerk or a bully or you know can't do your job that's pretty much it um i'm pretty pretty easy going i'm just yeah. in particular but there are you know some people that you don't want to work with <laughs> and then as far as like types of scenes like mm. is there any scenes that you that you haven't shot that you want to shoot or any scenes that you're just not going to shoot at any point in your career because it's not your jam or i don't know uh never say never i mean well if we're talking about really extreme stuff like stuff that's like borderline illegal um you know like so no bodily shows, fluid no. yeah yeah no bodily <laughs> fluids i'm a little yeah no so anybody out there who is waiting for the Romy rain donkey show i'm sorry you gotta keep waiting but you know who knows you know and like i know it's like things are big in Prague and stuff that aren't See, big here go. <laughs> i like that attitude yeah I, mean, I don't know where my head's gonna be at and like i'm weird and creative so something who knows what could happen but but yeah i mean i've always thought of like little like weird themes like if i was going to do like a a full-on actual gangbang i would want to be really something kind of funny like you know an alien abduction thing that'd be kind of like i want spotlights in the woods and a bunch of people and like they're just yeah they're in mass and you just don't see their face and there's a bunch of people i think that would be really fun um (laughs) uh, but i don't know i mean i've definitely done like dp airtight group scene those don't technically count as a gangbang but people are always like they think of gangbangs as like uh like double anal double vaginal kind of stuff i've never done the the dvda style yeah uh that's that's a little it's a little much though i hear from a lot of girls and what they say like there's only so much you can logistically fit in there because where are the guys going to put all their legs the guys are just like climbing all over each well, other. Well, th- that's true. I mean, <laughs> I every time I see Violet Monroe, we're trying to set up to have her on the show. She did. She, she did a quadruple four? penetration. Yeah. Anal. 
Oh, like, and, where does it go? And I just, I want her to just come in here and just, I'm going to have a whiteboard and I'm like, oh, I yeah, want you just, to draw a map. Just the demonstration. <laughs> just, just explain this. I don't this. care about the sex act. I <laughs> yeah. just need to know the positioning of each individual. The logistics. Exactly. Like, who yeah. goes first? How do we get in the third guy? Right. Like, no, for real. It's like a fucked up Jenga. Like, I, yeah. I want to know. And I, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like weird in the logistics of things. And how do you things. do this fluidly, too? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's got to be a lot of awkward bloopers where they're just like, yeah. Of our dicks bang together, you just can't fit anymore. Oh yeah, you can't be insecure about that. <laughs> well, yeah, I was, I was going to say as as, as, male, as male talent, you got to be a trooper to even do the DP. Yeah. But I can imagine if you're doing four in one in one hole, you got to be like best friends. Like you yeah. almost. I think you almost need to bring in. I think you almost need to bring in crossover performers that are like. Well, inter- there's usually the same guys who do a lot of those scenes, though, and I think that's why. Like, they're so comfortable with each other. They're used to that shit. So I that that's why you see like the same five guys that's always in like yeah. in the good gang bangs and stuff. It's yeah. always like they're like dabbing beforehand, and then yeah, they're looking at each other more than the girl. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that's always funny. It's to got me. the it's got that Snapchat heart filter. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I've been on so many sets. So even if it's just a boy girl, we're like. Like, you know, you have to hold like a weird position and like one of the PAs will be holding like one of the guy's calves so he doesn't fall when he's fucking me. So right. and then the director is like hovering over the guy's shoulders and hugging around him for POV. So it's a very interactive, close experience for yeah. the guys. You have to be very cool with each other. And a lot of people don't understand that. too. Yeah. A lot of people don't know how like up close and personal it really gets. Yeah. Every guy thinks they can do porn until they realize that it's 10 other guys staring at you all day. What, what was that meme that goes around? It has a uh, maestro standing on the couch and he's, he's right over the guy, but the guy's like basically got his head resting in maestro's crotch oh, while yeah. he's filming the POV. I forget who the girl was, but it just says, are you still okay with being a male porn star? Yeah. There's one with Xander and Tony Rebus where it's like, I support you, bruh. And it's just like Xander <laughs> leaning back against Tony with a camera. It's That's awesome. Yeah, it's so true, though. It's it's very mind over matter for the guys, for sure. You right. Have, you have to be a certain kind of guy. You really do. Now, now we, we, we mentioned crossovers before, and anybody who's not familiar, crossover is somebody who does gay and straight porn, I guess, as a male performer. Where do you stand on, on that? Do you have uh, any preference as far as working with crossovers or... I mean, I do, I do care to know like what people are involved in just so I can make like a, a, a real like informed decision, but I go really back and forth on that because again, we, you know, we're talking like earlier about like, you know, the escorting stuff, like, you know, I know a lot of guys who aren't that comfortable with like, you know, working with girls who openly escort. So it becomes like this interesting, like catch 22 amongst performers. So it's like, you know, and then if we're being honest too, like there's a lot of guys who have done something that is arguably crossover that are big name guys. Yeah, You know what I mean? Even if we don't necessarily know about it. So I don't know. I'm very, I think it it matters where their bread is buttered. Like, are they primarily here? Are they primarily there? Are they like hopping in and out for certain scenes? Are they trying to hide it? Yeah. I think it's worse when people are trying to hide what they're doing. I gotcha. Um, But. Because they're more likely to take something lower key. Yeah. To keep that anonymity. And and then just if you're keeping secrets, you just got to be careful with that in sex work. Like, you know, it makes me nervous when people are keeping secrets about what they do sexually because I'm kind of giving them trust with my body. True. So really, that's really all it is. But but again, it's like it's kind of tricky because there's more crossovers than people think, realize or talk about. Yeah. Even amongst performers, like they'll call out one person, but not another. And I've noticed that, too. 
And and again, like there's that kind of arguable middle ground of like uh, everybody's kind of out there doing a lot of shit right now. So I personally, really, where do you where do you draw the line? Exactly. Sure everybody everybody does something mm. that someone else isn't okay with. Even if it's like a fucking like sex orgy party that I know happen every so often. But again, I'm lazy on my Saturday nights. I'm like, hey, do you want to go? It's like ten o'clock. Okay, no. You're like, I'm. I'm, I'm if tired. your orgy was at five, maybe yes, we could talk. I am a day orgy party. Just to throw that out there but nobody ever wants like a fucking pool party anymore but <laughs> but for real yeah so it's hard for me to draw that line. I'm honestly like just a very case-by-case basis personally right on yeah and I, I almost think that might be the way to go on it instead mm. of like just a blanket no for yeah. like a specific category because you're always going to make yourself out to be a little bit of a hypocrite or an idiot <laughs> I just, but it happens a lot on twitter we make a lot of these definitive statements and then somebody like is like dot 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 you've already worked with crossovers or something yeah, like that true, you know what yeah. i mean or you just got back from a tour like or did you test before you went right back on set which i know is like a thing too for a lot of people like there's you know the controversy of like if you're going to be going out of town and like you're seeing people outside of the industry knowingly like like you should make sure that you test like before getting back into the performer pool yeah. because it's just, you know, it's a different thing. And so there's a lot of things you could pull on if we were like opening this can of worms. I yeah. Think. And, and I know, I know somebody that I was talking to in Miami uh, who's a uh, crossover performer mm-hmm. and he was saying that when he works mainstream, uh, now they want him to be tested within a day or two of that specific shoot, which I think Damn. makes sense, honestly. Because I mean, I, and I said to him, he's like, he's like, I think that's discrimination. I'm like, no, I think you're still getting work. So I think mm. you should just kind of look at it that way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it depends what you do and who for and who with. I mean, I know some girls in the industry who require a week test, or like if they're working with a new person, they want a new test. So yeah. I think you know it is very case by case, or it should be. I think that's the best way to look at it personally now what would you say uh, we, we have a lot of we have a lot of girls that come on the show that are new or newer mm. uh and what, what kind of advice would you give to somebody who might be listening on on and thinking about getting into the business what would be something that you would tell one of them don't take a lot of advice <laughs> because that's kind of like i feel like if i would have taken a lot of like the advice i was given early on i don't think i probably would be as successful i really? mean okay. yeah i mean i even had like successful like a i remember a male performer who was like i totally chill with but i remember even uh, him like years ago, like five plus years ago, he's like, and I was like uh, talking about like turning down certain things and yada, yada. And he's like, well, you know, you should just be taking the work. I mean, come on. Like, that's the smartest thing to do is just like take the work, make your money, do your thing. And he's like, well, you just want to be Romy Rain. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I want people to like, yeah, like, again, why would I do this? Like, why, why, why do this just to regret it? Like, if I'm going to do this, like, I I want, I don't want to be known as like, if I can control it, like, I I would like to be like, I would like to matter in this industry, you know, like, so I just, but you have to make yourself matter in a way you have to think that you matter. And if I were just like, yeah, whatever, fuck it, I'll do this, that for anyone and anything and for any rate, then I don't no, I I really don't think I I would be. I mean, I definitely wouldn't have this smart of a mouth. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I mean, I think like you just do what you want to do. Do your research and like come in with your own rules because you can come in with your own set of rules. I want to do this. I don't want to do that. I want to look like this. I don't. You know, it's very. It's actually 
a lot easier than you know some people would want you to believe especially now especially the past like creating few your own years. content and everything yeah. yeah and your own brands and like there are people who like you know these porn companies and directors and like promo people they're stalking like you know instagram models instagrams yeah you know so it really if you have a fan base if you're like you should start instagram before you even get into porn if you can like control all that by your domain name before you shoot your first scene like uh so really there's much like control over your own shit as you can like the absolute better because they're going to be coming to you as an asset like not the other mm-hmm. way around it's not it's not as much of that like trickery anymore you don't need to necessarily like bend to somebody else's will to be a star you don't need to be on the casting couch anymore to yeah. be a star and yeah and it, it used to be harder it you like to there was only a handful of big names in porn like you know 10 20 years ago nowadays like some people don't like it because the line between like porn star quote unquote is like blurred but now it gives more people an opportunity than they ever would have had like 10 20 years ago the like the men in black essentially decided who was like exactly, the star yeah you know like <laughs> who got you the are the one who yes was exactly yeah. you are going to be the biggest name in porn we are only going to promote you you and you and the rest of you you guys aren't shit yeah like that's not the and case the, and, anymore and they all looked identical yeah i mean usually <laughs> but that's the thing too like nowadays somebody like me can be like a huge name somebody like you know nikki ben somebody like anna fox like we can all like be known on a relatively like similar level and not be told that we have to look and act and be a certain way so yeah. i think yeah the more control you can take over everything nowadays the better be careful with who you sign contracts with read them be careful when it comes to agents you probably don't need an agent as much as you think either but just you even getting started uh, debatable debatable okay. debatable yeah honestly depending on what you're doing if you are are you like 18 and naive and scared and just need a way to pay your bills or are you an arguable adult who already has like social media and knows how to use social okay. media and knows what they want to do and not be like hi i'm new what should i because those agents will literally tell you who to fuck and yeah. tell you what scenes to do and tell you you should be doing anal within two weeks like whether or not you're ready for it <laughs> Yeah. And again, I speak from experience. Like, I, I mean, again, some people like me and dislike me because I talk like this to pretty much everybody. So I, I'm like, I, I, I listen. You're real, though. I mean, thanks. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a realistic view without being without being doom and gloom. No, you know, yeah. and that's the thing. Yeah. I, we, we've, we've talked to some people that are, you know quote unquote realistic as well but mm. it's all doom and gloom no the world oh, is the your oyster is going to shit you know it's saying what it was like 20 years ago blah 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 in some way you have more control than ever I think if you're like uh, an intelligent independent contractor who like really is interested in shooting and like photography and like modeling and dancing like that really is all at your fingertips like so much more than ever before so I think there is no better time to yeah. be a sex worker than now of any variety and, and you said you said something interesting too about mm. doing anal within two weeks if you're not do you if you're s- not into it yeah now do you do you think that that's still a thing do you think that that's still like how you should wait to do certain types of scenes until certain points of your career or do you think it's different for everybody it's different for everybody but like you don't have to do anything necessarily to be something necessarily where they would like really kind of tell you that well if you want to be considered a star you have to do anal yeah. you know what i mean like if you want to win big awards you have to at 
at least do anal. Yeah. Um, and that's not necessarily the case anymore. Um, and again, like you can just take your time. And the reason people would wait on certain things is because so then you could build up your fan base and your following and like hopefully make a little bit more money because like, I'll be honest, like there, I hear like certain things about like, you know, certain uh, companies and certain agencies and certain directors who have deals with certain uh, people and uh, craptacular agencies to uh, get girls like <laughs> to get girls is like first boy girl, their first anal. And I think there's something really scandalous and skeezy about like people making deals with people to get girls first anals and DPs and shit before they even get into the industry. Yeah. Like these are like, so they're trying to get girls to do certain things like because they already have deals and shit with other people. So that's not the girl's best interest necessarily. So I'm just very much in the whole make sure people that you're working with are out for your best interest and not theirs because it's likely going to be theirs. Yeah, true. So like that's the only thing I keep in mind. And again, I just I speak from experience. I listen. I talk. So like I hear these things are happening. So I know for Mm -hmm. a fact that agencies and companies and directors have little like under the table deals to get first from people and girls like if they can get it. So that that's super interesting because that just made me question something. That, dun dun dun! Right? Yeah, yeah. That made <laughs> this me, is another reason why you don't sign for a lot of you. We can just say anything. That, that, that's I'm not very, afraid. That's super interesting. And we go to commercial break. I'll, I'll, I'll run it past you. What I was just thinking. <laughs> don't at me, y'all. <laughs> yeah, right. I just I just think that I think that's interesting. Anyway, um, before we had a commercial break, uh, Johnny and Draven have officially landed in Miami and hey. are listening in. Oh God! Oh, kudos, kudos. <laughs> Well, yeah, they're still, they were still on the plane last I checked, so, you know, they're letting all the other passengers listen in to Demon Seed Radio and Romy Rain tonight. Hey, ah, how you yeah. doing, everybody? What up, flight to uh, Miami? Hope you guys uh, have a good time, and it's not raining too bad up, are you? Giving you some tips and tricks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, you're listening to Demon Seed Radio. We are broadcasting live on the Demon Seed Radio Network with the super awesome, super beautiful Romy Rain. Uh, we're going to take a quick little commercial break. Uh, we will show some love to sponsors, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Demon Seed Radio on the Demon Seed Radio Network. My name is Dahlia Sky, And I'm Christina Rose. And, and you're listening, listening to Demon Seed Radio. Daddy, 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 buy me a car. Daddy, give me money for the mall. I promise to earn it like a good girl. (laughs) Hi, guys. This is Miss Whitney Morgan from Demon Seed Radio. And if that gave you a rise in your Levi's, you should check out DesperatePleasures.com. They have thousands of scenes available with updates daily. The hottest taboo content on the market with sexy girls like Hope Harbor and so many others. If you want to pick up the hottest taboo DVDs, check out DesperatePleasures.EmpireStores.co. That's DesperatePleasures.EmpireStores.co for purchase and rentals as well. You can get titles like Daddy Touched Me There Too, Daddy Loves My Rosebud, Daddy's Butt Sluts, Daddy Made Me a Mommy Too, and so many more amazing titles from the fucked up mind of JW Ties. Check out DesperatePleasures.com today. <laughs> Shipped in discreet packaging because <laughs> Shh, mommy doesn't have to know. Hey, this is Kendra Sunderland, the girl who got in trouble for masturbating in the library, and you're listening to Demon Seed Radio. Mwah. Guys. 
How many times have you been watching porn in the middle of the night and you have to answer that eternal question, what the fuck am I going to do with my jizz? Your questions have been answered by the fine folks at happyendingglove.com, the creators of the first ever male masturbation glove that is both reusable or disposable. Simple and easy to use without the mess. Disposable, nothing to wash or you can wash and reuse. Made from soft latex. Also, try the new Happy Ending Mitten, the new soft, flushable product. Never scurry in the dark for another crusty old gym sock ever again. Best of all, each one comes with a loop packet and a wet nap. The first product of its kind, the Happy Ending Glove, disposable or reusable, no messy cleanup, entirely self-contained and affordable male masturbation solution at Ditch the Sock on Twitter and HappyEndingGlove.com. That's at Ditch the Sock on Twitter and HappyEndingGlove.com. For truth, justice, and the American way, this is Ryan Driller. On Demon Seed? Yeah. Yeah, we're on Demon Seed right now. Superman's on Demon Seed. Who knew? Hey, guys, what's up? This is Bobby Genital, host of Demon Seed Radio. And anybody who listens to the live show knows that we use a lot of lube in the studio. Now, we've gone through a couple different lubes in the very beginning, but when we came across Spunk Lube, that was the lube for us. Whether I got girls fisting each other, I got girls on the Sibian, or I got girls using toys, there's a Spunk Lube for every occasion. comes in three different packagings. The first one is the genuine one, the actual Spunk Lube itself, and it actually looks like jizz. comes in a creamy consistency, which is going to be a lot more slick it's going to last a lot longer you can even use this damn thing in the shower you can do all kinds of stuff with it then you've got the pink one which is more of a uh, a silicone base but it's a hybrid so you can still use it on your silicone toys it won't degenerate the actual toy itself and it won't cause any type of uh weird rashes or uncomfortableness that usually comes from people that aren't quite acclimated to a, a silicone based lubricant if you will so you can definitely check that out and then of course the regular water-based spunk it is definitely good for every occasion but check it out go to spunklube.com enter in promo code demon seed radio and save 14 percent off of your next order demon seed radio as the promo code go to spunklube.com tell them bobby genital sent you well hey baby this is your lovely misty stone i like to fucking suck for a living and you listening to demon seed radio oh <laughs> Hi, I'm Annabelle Peaks. And I'm Miss Whitney Morgan. Hey, this is Bobby Genital with Demon Seed Radio, and we are here talking to beautiful Annabelle Peaks about the one and only Tremor, also the newest sponsor of Countdown to Climax. Woohoo! So I gotta ask, I gotta ask, how long can you stay on your own Tremor? Oh my goodness, okay, how long can I stay? So if I ride it rather slowly, because I don't put it on the max, and usually, like, okay girls, just remember this, you turn it up, and then you turn it down, and then you turn it up. Okay, remember boys too, because guys always just want to, like, turn it on max. Just go right, yeah. yeah. Straight they to go the for the gold. I know, that's right. So you got to turn it up and turn it down. You kind of got to tease it out. I can last about 20, 25 minutes. And that's then, wow. pretty good. Is that pretty good? Yeah, it is. I was going to say. And then, But usually I have to like have something to kind of hold on to after the first couple orgasms. Just get a little handle bit right there. That's right, that's right. <laughs> just get, grab a hold because you're going to go for a wild ride. And that's the cool thing about the Tremor. It's shaped a lot differently than your other similar sex machines, which is a lot lighter. It's got handles. Sleeker. It, it has the sleeve on it rather than just a toy. Easy to clean. It's even dishwasher safe. The price is almost half off of your other competitors. And then there was a special, too, right? That's right. If you promo code Demon Seed Radio, you're going to save $50 off the price online. You go to TremorRocks.com. You can also follow them online at TremorRocks on Twitter as well. But, Annabelle, you also have your special edition. Oh, yes, I do. The special edition one has my signature on it. It, it has a toy that I designed, and it's, um, it's I guess, labeled after the black and pink that I've kind of been yeah. known for with my hair. So um, that one makes it unique just to me, and uh, I hope you guys check it out.
My name is Abigail Mack, and you're listening to Demon Seed Radio. Hey, guys, what's up? It's Bobby Genital, host of Demon Seed Radio. And uh, as anybody who listens to the live show knows, we do some crazy shit. I mean, from Butthole Fiesta, we've done some crazy, ridiculous shit. Chicks fisting themselves, getting fisted. Uh, beautiful, beautiful girls with their very first time on the Sibian. I mean, we've got all kinds of ridiculous shit that happens, and you're going to want to see it. So for the low, low price of $12.99 a month, you can go on there and join. And if you join in six months or the uh, the full year, you'll save a little bit of cash. But for $12.99 a month, you can see all the crazy shit that we do here in studio. We got picture sets. I got videos of all the girls on uh, Countdown to Climax, not just recently, but from the very first episodes way back in 2014. I've got crazy content from that, as well as exclusive content from Demon Seed Pictures, uh, which predates Demon Seed Radio, for those of you not playing along with the home game. Uh, so you can definitely check that out members.demonseedradio.com now you'll still be able to hear the audio just like you can on the demon seed radio network at demonseedradio.com you'll be able to hear us and all the other great shows here on the network but uh if you want to see the the dirty stuff the things i can't post on youtube the things i can't post on a free website you can definitely come here 12.99 a month you can see all the beautiful ladies that you get to hear on the radio and we are also doing a live broadcast the live episode video streaming you'll be able to uh, check out as well uh, and join our exclusive Snapchat, which uh, Whitney usually mans during the show. She'll be able to uh, take all the pictures that you guys will get to see firsthand uh, even before they make it onto the picture sets in the website. So you'll kind of get it on the go. Definitely check it out. Members.demonseedradio.com. $12.99 a month is all it costs, and it's definitely worth it. Check it out. Good entertainment should make you feel a certain way. Leave you with that warm feeling even after the show is over. Oh, that is disgusting. But don't get me wrong, I have an erection. Yeah, pretty much that. You're listening to Demon Seed Radio on the Demon Seed Radio Network. www.demonseedradio.com You're listening to the filthiest two hours on the radio on the only station that could contain them. Broadcasting from deep inside Demon Seed Headquarters, you're listening to Demon Seed Radio, live. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Demon Seed Radio. I, of course, am your host, Bobby General, joined from clear across the goddamn country by the beautiful Ms. Whitney Morgan. I mean, technically, there's two of us in Florida right now communicating with you because I've been asked asked to bring about a debate, which I think is going to be a regular debate upon Demon Seed Radio. Oh, God, I know where this is going. Oh, God, oh, God. (laughs) All right, go for it. Well, I'm not really affiliated with the Great Sandwich Debate. The two of you are, you and Mr. Goodluck, so... This has been a fueling fire. This has been fueling Uh fire since April. But it's funny as balls, so it will continue. You want to bring up gangbangs every week. I do, and I will bring up the gangbang debate as well, too. He wants to bring up sandwiches. I want to bring up cannibalism. You know, we each got our own little thing. I like it. So, so Bobby, what's the Great Sandwich Debate, and uh, shall we ask Ms. Romy Rain. Okay, where, where, right. where her side is on the bread. Okay, so so here here I'm gonna ask you a few questions. Okay, okay. and we're gonna <laughs> we're, we're going to gauge your level on this in the sandwich debate. Okay, okay please, interested. Is a burrito a sandwich? No. Okay. Is a is a what was the other one? Is sushi a sandwich? No. Okay. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No, it's not considered a sandwich. No. Are they umbrellas of sandwichism? Um, I think they're in like the bread food family. 
But would you call like a falafel a sandwich? I would know. Yeah. You know, or a taco <laughs> is a taco a sandwich? Mr. Is it a Mexican? Is it a Mexican sandwich? Mexican, maybe, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Goodluck, on the other hand, Uh-oh. is what is known as a sandwich anarchist, as we discovered. <laughs> Everything's on- a sandwich. <laughs> yes, honestly, as we discovered. Well, that makes you a sandwich nihilist. Yeah, that, that makes yeah. me the opposite of the world. I'm basically a sandwich facet, fascist <laughs> because I like I I believe in the traditional sandwich. Yeah, yeah but but I I'm willing to to vary on what makes the bread. You see what I'm saying? Okay. But as long as it is two separate pieces of something, whether it's lettuce, whether it's cheese, whether it's bread, whatever, two separate pieces, and then the stuff in the middle, that makes a sandwich. Whatever the stuff in the middle is, I don't give a shit. It makes a sandwich. If you have like a folded, like to me, a hot dog bun, not a sandwich because it's folded. Mm -hmm. A hoagie, a Subway from like the Subway or whatever. Not a sandwich. It's a hoagie because it's folded. Yeah. See, so that, that's not part of the sandwich. Mm. Mr. Goodluck thinks that you can just make fucking anything into a sandwich. It doesn't matter. You can just be eating. You're eating just, he says a Hot Pocket is a sandwich. Oh, wow. So like a panini? A panini is a sandwich? Totally, It's yeah. a pizza sandwich? Yep, yep. Calzone. <laughs> fucking sandwich. It's yeah. got bread. Oh, yeah. The, the whole nine yards. Yeah. It's just uh, huh. complete pandemonium. Wow. I, you know what? I think because, you know, I'm a very East, East Coaster at heart, um, I would side with you, sir. That that it's I'm a very sandwich slash like sub sandwich kind of that that is a sandwich because people don't know what a sandwich is out on the West Coast anyway. You know what I mean? Right. So no, we know sandwiches. And and, and Johnny's from the East Coast too, so yeah. I'm surprised he's so anarchy oh, he's about just, it. Everything. <laughs> <He's just laughs> but I like that idea. I mean, if you're gonna go with it, go with it. I mean, I can see the logic in a like a calzone being considered like yeah. a sandwich. Now now here here's here's the <laughs> other one that made me that even made me question my stance. Oh, Okay. On the whole great sandwich debate. Yeah. Now, now Draven Starr threw this one out at us while me and Johnny got into our heated sandwich debate. Yeah. She came out of the room and was just like, bam, truth bomb. Mm. Uncrustable. Uncrustable. Um, oh, okay. But that is so, but a Pop Tart essentially, though? So it was a Pop Tart a sandwich? Ah. See, now. What now, about like, <laughs> what's you, the other one? Like it, that, that. Oh, the, the toaster strudel? Yeah, is a toaster strudel oh. a sandwich? It was a jelly sandwich? Now we're just getting crazy. See, now guys. we're just getting crazy. See, with the with the <laughs> pop tart, I would give you a pop tart if you ripped all four corners off. Okay. And then it was literally two pieces of pop tart and the filling. So I filling has to that. be able to be like smushed out. Yeah, I could get with that. Like, like a opening. s'more, I would call a sandwich. A s'more is a sandwich. No, because because the, I disagree. Because the gram. <laughs> wow, you're more you're more of the traditionalist. You went super deep into this. I don't know. Uh, is a sandwich <laughs> if it's sweet? Because wouldn't a sandwich sandwich be a savory thing? Well, I guess peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Well, no, true. because we're, because our our gimmick was that it had to be bread yeah. filling. But like, if you ask like your mother for a sandwich, like would she give you a s'more? No, that's a good point. You know what I mean? That would be tits. That is a good point. Right? <laughs> like, what do the older generations think? Because, you know, we can say anything about anything. Like, But honestly, like, what does the toaster go- strudel identify as? That's the real question. I would say it's more of a pastry. <laughs> yeah, I would say if that's even more of a See, pastry. See, that is a pastry. I would, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. There you but go. But the Uncrustable is technically a peanut butter and jelly sandwich uh-huh. with with pressed sides, making it. But you microwave it, right? Or do you just eat it? You well, you you thaw it and then yeah, I guess you could microwave or, it. Or no toaster? Because you, you can't like Yeah, I feel like it should be toasted. But they come yeah. frozen and if you just let it thaw out on the counter for a couple hours, it'll be Because you're not really supposed to toast like that. the average sandwich. Yeah. 
I mean, though, have you ever had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich that you put in the microwave for a few seconds? Yeah, so good. Those are pretty good. Yeah. I actually just learned about peanut butter and jelly with bacon on it. Oh, no, nice. Yeah, it was interesting. I like um like maple bacon, like the maple bacon cupcakes. That works. Those are delicious. Have you ever used maple butter? No. Maple Cookie butter. butter. Cookie butter is interesting. Yeah. Maple butter makes things taste somewhat pancakey, but it's kind of amazing. Oh, that sounds delicious. Uh, Johnny says that a Pop-Tart <laughs> is a sandwich, and Bobby, you have to destroy your breads and make them blonde and blue, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> <laughs> okay. because, because he maintains, oh, he ma- he maintains that I'm Sandwich Hitler. He's calling you a sandwich. Hitler. Calling, he's yeah, calling sandwich. you a sandwich racist. Uh-huh. So, so if I don't have my Aryan bread, it's it's not the same. Wow. But I just said I just said a graham cracker was was bread. So I feel like I mean, if you said only white bread, I see, would think that's right? pretty racist. Right? <laughs> I'm down. Well, Bobby, 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 what kind of bread do you normally use? Okay, I, I actually sourdough. <laughs> sourdough, if you want to get down on it. But I do I do prefer the white bread. I don't mind multigrain. I don't like wheat much. No, <laughs> wheat bread isn't even all that so good you for are, you most of the time. So you're bread racist. It's cool. I right. said I enjoy multigrain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and sourdough, I think, is Italian. So there you go. Sourdough is delicious. Right. It's a good bread. I don't. Is it? I don't know. It depends what it's for. I wouldn't put it on a peanut butter and jelly, but yeah. it would be great for like, you know, a turkey and cheese. Yeah, like a roast beef or something. Mm. See, the great sandwich debate is one that runs deep in yeah. this house. I like it. Can we just start talking about food? And that's right. Cool too. <laughs> we kind of have like a, a pyramid of topics that somehow end up getting <laughs> talked about. It's usually anal. Or do you guys do mukbangs? <laughs> no, I've heard of those. Well, it's the YouTube video where you just eat. And it's just stuff, like right? an eating show. Yeah, like <laughs> you, you just everybody eats, that. and you guys could literally do it like on air, like with the webcam, just like set up like and just eat while you guys are chatting, and that's then that shit. Not. That's half ASMR too. We should do that shit on on YouTube. You yes, <laughs> that kills on YouTube, and it's safe for work, so it's actually pretty good. Now that that's an interesting thing too, because you've been doing ASMRs. Mm. Now you have like the fancy thing with the ear attachment yeah, on it, right? Yeah, I just bought the 3DO. Yeah, yeah. So, so how, I mean, first of all, what is ASMR for people who aren't familiar? Uh, ASMR stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response, and it essentially uh, means, like, the tingles down the back of your neck and, like, the back of your spine, like, you get, like, if somebody were, like, blowing on your neck or whispering in your ear, and, um, like, if you were getting a massage, it's, like, that feeling afterwards. And if there was like music playing in the background, it's like sound therapy and water dripping and rubbing up against you. Somebody will literally listen to stuff like this for like hours. And it's like little tapping sounds. You might be surprised on what makes you actually trigger. But I started doing it because I am actually somebody who is triggered by ASMR, uh, certain things. Ah. Me too, actually. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm very big on, like, tapping and breathing and story time. And uh, I was always very responsive in things like yoga classes and, uh, like, meditation. And that's really what it is. Yeah. Essentially. Um and, you know, it's very, very relaxing. It, it just kind of takes you down a level and can either help you relax or help you sleep or be mildly entertaining like celebrities do it now. I mean, you can be doing interviews. You can be eating. Uh, you can just be living your best life. Um, and then that also so easily translates into not safe for work stuff. You know, people love jerk off instructions, but then you're literally just whispering in their ear what you would want to do to them. And people really like that. And tell them how big their cock is and how much you want it, and then you make all those little gak 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 sounds. <laughs> and they're really into that. Sounds that's yeah. awesome. So uh, yeah, so that's just something that can be really easily translated into adult stuff. And I'll do like you know double jerk off instructions with other people. I did like a full scene for Reality Kings where I brought the three do. Okay. Um, oh wow. 
and we did a full-on boy-girl like that. Uh, so it was really cool. It is something, it's a little bit of like a niche, somewhat of like a, uh, a fetish, uh, essentially. But but it's really cool. I mean, you can use it for a lot of things. And to be honest, like those are some of my top selling videos really? on many of it. Yeah. And most of them I'm not even like naked in because it's a lot of it's just. It's the audio. Yeah. Yeah. Talking, interacting, story time. And that's interesting, too, because I've never seen a, uh, a, a, a not safe for work ASMR. Like I've mm. always seen just like the YouTube ones. But it's I, easy. I have really. Yeah. It would make perfect sense. Yeah. You know, now that you think about it. But like I have like gnarly insomnia. Like, you know, I have trouble sleeping. So like sometimes I'll listen to it. And it's like just the talking or like the sounds of things, it makes you focus on that Mm -hmm. and it kind of makes your brain shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? So that way it's easier to kind of just chill. And then you get, yeah, you get the tingles down the back of your neck, which Mm -hmm. not a lot of people really experience sometimes with it, but I guess you, you're right. You have to find what triggers you and what works. Yeah. Cause I've listened to some stuff and it's like, nah, that didn't really do anything. Yeah. And I hate the, the sounds of like the whales and like, (laughs) yeah. Or or the The one frogs. Yeah. Or or if I'm, if I'm sitting there listening to like, there was one that was like, Oh, you should listen to this. It was like rain. I'm like, well now Mm. I just got to pee. Yeah. (laughs) That's very meditation yeah. vibe but i think you'd probably really enjoy like the story times there's like a couple channels i think there's one like called goodnight moon that she like created this whole little like fantasy world like she writes little scripts for herself and she puts on like these different costumes like she's like a fairy and an innkeeper and you know they're coming into her her like hotel and she's like you know writing things down and you can hear her writing and she's whispering okay. softly to you and like telling you this like intricate story and there's other ones where they're dressing you and they're cutting your hair and putting clothes on you. It's, it's very interesting and interactive. I think you actually would really like it. And it goes very into the fantasy genres as well because people really role play the fuck out of it. That it's makes really sense. cool. Yeah. Now, how'd you, how'd you get into doing that? I literally was just perusing YouTube okay. like one day and you just fall down that rabbit hole. Yeah. And I literally just had one of like, what this? And then like I started just like watching it and listening and I just like was like a little pool of jelly. I was like, oh, this is really fun. Because <laughs> it just, it, yeah, it was just something about like certain things that like some people did. Um, and you just realize how we're like, we're all so responsive in everything that we do, especially like in our job. Like my job is to get people to react, to respond. My job is to react and to respond. So anything that you can trigger something in somebody else or feel triggered is really a, a beautiful, interesting thing because everybody just wants to connect. So Yeah, like which that. is kind of a cool idea. Yeah. Whitney, have you ever done or listened to or tried ASMR? You should. Um, I've never tried it on myself as far as a listener. Um, I, I can definitely see where the aspect of it is, whether it's a sexual or sensual or just a relaxing atmosphere of it. I do or have been doing a lot more of them lately as far as for my fan base. Yeah. They um, still kind of testing the waters of it. Yeah. Doing a lot of the jerk off instruction stuff, or I do a lot of pantyhose clips. So I'm incorporating yeah. this, uh, the sound of the pantyhose in them as oh, well. Yeah. I can mm-hmm. see that. Okay. How much are the three DOs? Like, like those are interesting little thing. Uh, well, I started on the the Blue Yeti. Those are like the, oh, yeah. the popular like baseline ones to start from. And those are only like eighty bucks, and it's a great place to like start. Uh, but the three DO, when you have it's like by nail, like automatically, and it's yeah. literally like the ears. Uh, that starts at about six hundred bucks. True, that's yeah. still not bad though. For not that. bad, and they can go up mm-hmm. to like about twelve hundred. They have okay. one with black ears too. I don't know why the black ears is more expensive, but it sounds a little racist, right? <laughs> <laughs> But do the ears do anything or is it more just like a visual? 
it's a bit of a visual and it's like it's actually how the ears would actually hear it okay uh because you know how our ears are shaped in a very specific way that we hear sound very specifically and then you know it, it's uh it's an actually an ear so if you're going up to it or like putting like a q-tip in there or like you know making sounds in there or like squeezing like the top or bottom oh, of somebody's wow, okay. ear it's wow. very accurate like it's supposed to be like it's actually a head and there's a there's an even better microphone that literally is a a head. Oh wow! Um, that's uh, kind of looks like a just like a black mannequin head, and those are about like five thousand dollars. Damn. That like, but there's ASMR channels that the that twenty million views like ASMR magic. Like she uses like the head thing and like literally 20 30 million views yeah it's well, amazing. damn yeah. there's what asmr gwen i think is real popular i think yeah. she gets like two or three million like on average on her videos it's crazy and there's gb like she's really i mean i probably should be dropping like these really because they're all cute and innocent <laughs> and like not like safe and they're like they're gonna get like yeah, they're gonna get like a flood of people like take off your top <laughs> no I, well i mean they kind of already get that. but yeah oh my god i feel that way when i like work with somebody like random in the industry like a makeup artist and i tag them on like my story they always tell me that they get like a mini flood of little perverted guys saying like show bobs immediately <laughs> under all their pictures i'm like it's not even me in the picture like i'm sorry damn well, those show bob guys honestly yeah who so. is bob who is bob i demand to know <laughs> <laughs> that all works oh man now now is is that something that uh i mean are there other things that you want to explore along those same lines like trying different things and different techniques out on that you wouldn't necessarily consider, you know, you wouldn't think about including into porn. You know what I mean? Like, is there any like other, I mean, I, now everything is kind of tied into porn too. Like even like the most like normal, like everyday stuff. I mean, that's almost what fans want as we were like talking in the beginning. Like they would love to see you like cooking breakfast and Actually, then like yeah, masturbating at the table. Right. So, so yeah, I mean, in a way, like I feel like I, I've been starting to do a lot more of that with stuff like, you know, only fans and shooting more of my own clips and stuff uh, for, uh, for my website and all that. Um, hmm, I, you know, I, it's all, it's all so good. I mean, I really, I do, and I'm really grateful for the ASMR stuff in the sense that I really learned about sound okay. and like uh, how to actually uh, connect sound with my my movies. And I could really, I mean, I know how to use soundboards and how to like connect everything properly. Like I can like build my own little mini set. You want to so, do a podcast? I mean, uh, people have said that too, but I don't know. It's a lot of work. I like being a guest on right podcasts. On. <laughs> I'll just keep popping in everybody else's. But I do like that I'm I'm getting better with actual directing and editing I've been like playing a lot more with all of that stuff so everything really has been like a one thing to another and I want to get better at like you know my own sets that's and awesome, my own yeah. content so let's see and, and I think that's a really cool thing about it too is because things are so accessible now mm -hmm. I mean if you've got a Mac you've got what are the most powerful you know editing things that's for free on yeah. your computer I, you know, iMovie yeah I mean it, it's it's basic if you know how to use other programs but if you're just new to this game it, it's it's amazing yeah and you know it, it opens the door to so many people to learn so many new things that I mean you probably didn't know anything about you know the editing and things like that before this business you know no, what I mean not like, really no and then to be self-taught to a point now where you're like you know doing really advanced things is yeah. is not only cool but it's like a sense of like a accomplishment like oh shit I taught myself how to do that you yeah, know like, completely and it's so guys. valuable for this no exactly it's so yeah. valuable for this industry too in terms of like control and being able to like do your own thing like if you know like how to like do a basic shoot and how to light yourself and the way you like to be 
scene and can splice it all together and then post it like you got it like you have such a built-in little studio for yourself that it's all at your fingertips like all you have to do is want to do better like every girl should know basic photoshop and basic Mm -hmm. iMovie because like it it'll help you so much and another thing about not being so dependent on these other companies and people like if you don't like a certain picture like get your own post your own yeah you like almost I would tell the newer girls too in terms of advice like not necessarily fake it till you make it but if you're not like working or doing a whole bunch you can keep yourself busy like even like take a fucking good selfie and just post like a good selfie every day like as long as you keep yourself active and there's always something you could be learning and like doing better at and you should you should know this is like tricks of the trade yeah nowadays you i would not suggest a girl get into the industry if she wasn't willing willing to, to learn, like, how learn how to do this it. stuff yeah now now we, we've had this discussion on the show before and i know mm. uh i know johnny has a a, a thought on this too mm. when you're making your own content mm. do you have like um a set standard for how you do it like we we've seen some like only fan stuff that pops up or like some stuff that people like I'm doing content trade mm. and it's like from poor, poor angles or terrible <laughs> lighting or a tripod in the corner and you can't really see anything like, like what do you suggest? I mean, is it good? Is it good in a fact that they're out there, they're doing it, they're trying to build that fan base or do you feel like it's more detrimental if you're not going to do it? quote unquote, right. I don't think it's detrimental. I think, you know, your product will speak for itself. If people don't like what you're putting out there, they're not going to buy it. So really you're going to know pretty fast if it's like working for you or selling. I do think it's a, it's good to, you know, start anywhere and start learning. I mean, I've been working with like a pretty big name performers the past couple months uh, with content and a lot of them do shoot on like their phones or a camera. The way I like to do it, if I'm just like, you know, tell my whole situation, I usually will have have like a my good Canon camera. I have a Canon 80D with like a attached road microphone. I put it on a tripod. I pick like a good spot. Like if I'm just doing like if it's just us two and mm-hmm. we're just doing like a, a quick content scene, which again is what a lot of people want because they love the sex tape style. Vibe. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So I pick like a decent angle, like and you get like a nice stagnant shot. And then I always have a ring light. I think a ring light is an also another invaluable tool. Every female mm-hmm. performer should have a ring light with like an attachment in the center where you can attach your phone, extra points yep. if you have a Bluetooth clicker because you can get so much done with just yeah, that true. like one ring light will like do so much and especially if you can just stick it in your bag bring it with you to a hotel or whatever you're doing so I usually have like a ring light set up that with like with a phone in there and I'll have like um, my Canon set up and then maybe a GoPro on another side so I honestly do shoot with two or three different angles okay and then like I usually suggest the other performer whatever they have in mind too so sometimes we have like three or four different angles of the same scene going on and some like it's Snapchat style, some like actual video style, because if you're being smart and all of that's set up in a way where you're not like revealing all the cameras and it's not like killing too much of the illusion, that's just like double the content. Now you have something for Snapchat. You have something for OnlyFans. You can splice it all together and make like this like 40 minute like max like fucking what do they call those? Like unedited, uncut, like Blu-ray, never before seen, yeah, that kind exactly. of bullshit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can make a fucking 40 minute scene for many vids. You can put the BTS on Pornhub. So, I mean, if you're smart, you can fucking, all of that, you can get all so much done in like one or two fucking scenes. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, but uh, yeah, a lot of people do shoot on their phones, but a decent phone does shoot in 4K. I was going to say, I mean, the, the, the even even a basic iPhone yeah. these days is better than what most people have of their 
DSLR cameras. And like, let's be real. I have seen so much utter crap shot on really expensive cameras. True. Like, so as long, I feel like if the performers look good, feel good, either it's lit semi-decently and the shot isn't terrible, it's it's probably sellable. And like, the more angles you got, the better, I think. Okay, so here, here's a question though. So mm. so when, when you're shooting on your phone and it, you know, it, we, we agree that the phone has amazing camera capabilities, mm. but as far as the aesthetics go, so let's say you're shooting for somebody who's not mm. a big studio mm. or maybe it's somebody new mm. and they're wanting to record a scene, but it's on their phone. Does that make you feel some type of way as a performer? Uh, if a company wanted to shoot me just on their phone? Yeah, let's say a company or, or um, I don't know if you shoot for like a, like a, a newer producer or something, let's mm. just say. But if they were shooting, let's say they were, they were just trying to like be more mobile, I guess. And they were shooting a scene on, on a phone because I'm seeing a lot more of this. Mm. A lot more of like smaller producers, smaller production companies. They're like, well, I can just Sketchy. roll with my phone. It's I, a little, it I is. Feel it, I feel yeah. it is. I feel it is too, Because honestly. at that point, I'd be like, I can just do this at my place. See, okay, okay. I'm in the yeah. same thought process yeah. because when we go to the conventions, I like to talk to some of like the smaller booths mm. and things like that to kind of just kind of like gauge things. And I met a guy who's like... Fairly big in the Miami scene, but nowhere near like big, big, you know, yeah. they wouldn't be booking you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But, but <laughs> they want to in the future book, you know, bigger names, mm. but they're sitting there and their, their whole setup is uh, um, a road microphone and a can an iPhone and you know, the ring light and the whole nine yards. Yeah. And it's like, I, I feel like they just visually you need to up your game. I don't care how it looks in the edit. Yeah. I think as a performer, it might give that what she said, that sketch vibe. Well, remember the term like GWC exactly guy with camera, yeah. like when every girl was like on a on model mayhem and stuff. Now it's a GWP. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of the same deal. Like, uh, so I mean, if you want to make yourself valuable or, you know, get a girl interested in shooting with you, you have to probably up do better. Game. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, otherwise, again, like we can shoot on our phone. Or yeah. like we can shoot with like you know a, the huge name performer like one on one, yeah. And it's just I uh, I I want it, you yeah. know. It's it's just it's a little it is a little sketchy. And he looked at me like I had four heads mm -hmm. when I was like, yeah, I don't think that's gonna cut it. Well, but I mean, anybody can do whatever they want to. I'm sure, sure there's I'm sure they're still getting some people for like a few hundred bucks here and there. But <laughs> right. it, there's levels to everything I say. Yeah. You know, there's low level, there's high level. I I think it makes it very the fact that it's so easy for everybody to like make and produce their own content means it's really easy for everybody, everybody. to make and produce their own yeah. content. Not everybody's Which worth working for. Sometimes that can be. Better. Because that's yeah. bringing a lot of like the like again the GWCs out of the good out of the woodworks are GWPs now. Yeah, yeah, no, mm -hmm. the same thing. Like when we talk about you know Twitter, it's like you know everybody has a platform which is great, but then everybody has a platform yeah. which is not always mm -hmm. great. So it's kind of the same thing. And do you feel that's almost a double edged sword of the whole create your own content thing? Because it can be. It opened the the floodgates for everybody to monetize your own content, mm -hmm. make money while you sleep. Mm -hmm. But it also did bring out that kind of skeezier mentality of people yeah, that there was might already have... skeezy people <laughs> okay yeah but do you think most of them would have been would have been flooded out or never made it if it wasn't for the clip scenario i mean i don't think that they're gonna make it anyway unless their product is good that's the thing i mean again anybody can shoot any content any way that they want to but it doesn't mean it's gonna sell or make do them anything. popular yeah, yeah. i mean if it if it's good it's good you know but if it's not, then don't even bother. There's always going to, just like there's always going to be like a crappy photographer. Yeah, like, hey, I'll shoot a trade with you. But like, it's up to you whether you want to do well, it. Exactly. You're like, mm -hmm. do you want to promote that person and elevate them? So it's, it's up to you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. 
And, and then what, what, what advice would you give to a male talent that wants to get into the business that wants to, from a female performer's like standpoint, working with newer guys or, or guys that have, you know, maybe failed out of the business or whatever, like what, what that happens. Yeah, right? Oh my God. You literally have to like murder several people and like beat up several girlfriends on video to get kicked out of this industry. It is so fucking annoying. <laughs> There's like not an funny because it's true. It is honestly when people are like, "Oh man, we're gonna run out of people." I'm like, "No, the fuck, we're not." There's still plenty of pieces of trash that we can get rid of before we run out of people. If anything, we'd be making room for some better ones. Right? It's like, well, they only shot four people. Right? Five is. They seem like a really good guy. I'm like, you, they're from what you just told me, no. And they're like, oh, so you don't want to work with them? I'm like, uh-huh. Like, it's not high on my list I have a of things list. to do. Yeah, that's, exactly. that's another reason. Like, so I don't even have to deal with that half the time. I'm like, no, dude. It's, it's usually a regrettable experience to try people out. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I really, I like, I would be, I feel like kind of talking out of my ass a little bit okay. if I, like, told a guy how to get in. Well, I, not, not really get in, but I, maybe in. once he's already in, like, oh. how, to, how to stay how in. To how to make a good impression. Yeah, exactly. Oh. You know, like, 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 when he comes on set and it's their first time working with you or first time working with somebody maybe above his stature at the moment you know what the i mean proper etiquette exactly yeah. good attitude you know show up you know fresh and showered and like you know willing even Dear to take god, another yeah. shower thank you oh my god it's the worst like the dudes who show up on a motorcycle and oh, they're geez. like yeah yeah i'm ready to shoot and then like some of the directors be like dude go wash your balls come on now <laughs> um but yeah you know uh cleanliness is next to godliness when it comes to set and just being polite a lot of girls don't like it if you're all over them when they're in the makeup chair but like you know afterwards or at some point of course introduce yourself be polite you know likes dislikes Mm -hmm. that goes such a long way yeah acting interested in working with the girl without being creepy sure you know there's there are ways to do that i swear yeah um (laughs) and then just be like you know ready willing and able to do your job and you know it's not a dating service you know in on both sides on both sides um so a lot of people forget that a lot of people do Mm -hmm. or or, you know, some guys who are like newer or might be like struggling or whatever. I, I know some guys who really do have the mentality that like that girl is their girlfriend for the day and she's at their service. And I'm like, no, 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 that's yeah. not how Nuh-uh. this goes. She's not your fluffer all day, dude. Like yeah. if you can't do your job, you shouldn't be here. It's true. You know what I mean? Like there's teamwork and then there's fluffer. And there, I think there's a decent amount of guys who can't turn around. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, so I mean, if you're able to do your job and you are polite and actually like women and I don't just mean sexually because there's a lot of people in the industry that don't come off as if they they like women yeah you know yeah and that's always a weird that's always a weird (laughs) vibe to me too it's Mm -hmm. like they have some sort of a deep-seated aggression there yeah Yeah. it's like like they're trying to one-up the girl yeah it's like they're trying to like over dominate sometimes and over control and a lot of girls don't like that. So yeah, it's Mm-mm. always it's always a super weird vibe too. Mm-hmm. Like you can even tell even in like non-performers. Like I've met a few like 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 producers who are kind of the Ooh, same way. And it's yeah. like they're even worse. Why sometimes. are you doing this? Like, yeah. what, don't be weird, bro. Like yeah. calm down. Do you actually hate her? Yeah. Like, come on. Like, um, but yeah, I mean, I kind of think it's, if you are good at your job, something else I was like chatting with Johnny Sins about the other day, if you're good at your job and you have a decent reputation, you can do this for a long time 
time. Yeah. Like, especially the guys. Like, if you can get your dick hard and you aren't, like, murdering and beating people on a regular <laughs> basis, you can shoot for fucking 20, 30 years. Yeah, true. So, like, I would say, in all honesty, if you can do the job and you're not catching cases, like, it, it's actually... It's a pretty good gig for a guy. Yeah. But a lot of guys just honestly, you know, think that they can do a very difficult job because it's very physical and very mental. And a lot of people can't. But if you can, then you're golden. Then just like keep your mouth shut, your head down, and smile at the ladies (laughs) and you'll be fine. Dick hard, head down. Love that. That's my best advice. (laughs) And a shirt. Honestly. Dick hard, head down. That's the way to do it. That's the, like, I feel like that's the best way for like a male performer to like, you know, stay safe successful over time in this industry right but yeah but there are good ones there really are oh sure yeah i mean there's good ones in everything you know too and i think i think you're right i think it is a a a time where we can kind of weed out some of the not so good ones yeah yeah and like you know there was maybe that's why we haven't had a lot of great new ones for a while because some of like the same old like people were just hanging around too much and then and then sitting street too where people don't really like to mention it but like a lot of people are semi-grandfathered in there's a lot of friends of friends who've known each other for maybe a little bit too long yeah everybody knows a piece of shit who knows a piece of shit you know what i mean <laughs> ever text a piece of shit you yeah. know so it can get a little like tricky sometimes but i think we're we're getting into a good era where you know, we're, we're just, I feel like we are safer. I do. Yeah. And and it's interesting that you've actually noticed a difference on sets of, you know, it's not just yelling into the Twitter verse. It's actually showing some sort of a difference, you know, cause, cause a lot of people are like, Oh, I don't even know if this shit's even making a difference. People just yelling out their ass, Mm. you know what I mean? And it's, it's good to know that it's, it's kind of, you know, making some differences. I think it has. I really do. I I feel like I've noticed a lot more performers lately, like happier with their general state of being in their lives, like because of how the industry has changed a bit. Interesting. Well, thank you so much. I definitely appreciate you coming out here. I hope you had fun with us. Thank you. I so did. Uh, Where can we, where can we find you online? What are some uh, things that we got coming out to look forward to? Um, you can find me on Twitter, Romy underscore Rain, uh, and on Instagram, Romy Rain. Both are verified. Please don't get catfished. But if you do, it's not my fault. I'm sorry. I'm not in Guam or Ghana. I don't have several siblings. It's not like that. Um, have, have you had people hit you up about, like, I got ripped off by yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Not as bad as, like, some girls like oh, Danny Daniels, it. who, like, Danny Daniels has had, like, people, like, uh, file a court, like, case against Danny Daniels, which isn't her real name. Yeah, true, too. Because they got scammed by a different Danny Daniels on fucking Instagram. So they tried to come after her for like money that they spent on the fake. And she's like, you're an idiot. Obviously the like court threw it out and all that, but yeah, yeah, that shit happens. I've had that from people just say that, you know, fake accounts and all that stuff. But so yeah, so please don't get scammed or catfished. I only chat with people on my OnlyFans because I'm a diva like that. <laughs> OnlyFans.com slash Romy Rain. Check me out there. Uh, I'm on I Want Clips, many vids, all over the place. Just Google me. I'm a big old whore all over the internet. Um, I have a movie, The Motor Bunny Club, that just came out for Adam and Eve K. Brandt. I had a scene come out yesterday for Reality Kings, ASMR Kings, as we were talking about. Please check that out. And a scene on Brazzers with Angela White and Xander Corbett that came out on September 11th where we both taken in the ass so enjoy all that lots more stuff coming and yeah 
Yay. Yay. <laughs> and then are you going to be at the uh, the Pornhub Awards on the 11th? I might be. Okay. Um, <laughs> honestly, I had like a wisdom tooth extraction set for on the oh, 10th. Shit. Oh, shit. But, okay. But I, I have a lot of shit scheduled around like that couple of weeks. So I might just like move it a couple months. Nothing bad. I'm just like laziness. I have like two teeth in there that I want pulled out of my head. So I might be there. Right <laughs> I was on. there last year. Um, I'm going to try to make a pop in at the Inked Awards. I always have a soft spot for the Inked Awards in Joyzy uh, in November. And yeah, hopping around. I, I am actually starting uh, courses in November. I've already put the down payment on it to be an actual certified sex educator. Okay. So oh, my, that's amazing. Thanks. So my words will actually hold a little bit more weight when I talk about like sex that's in awesome. the industry and stuff. So yeah, I have to take like, I think uh, like 30 hours in total over like six different classes. Okay. But yeah, soon I will be technically a sex educator. So that's kind of nice. cool too. That's epic. Where, where would people be able to like, hear you talk and, and do things like that or is that something you figure out afterwards um we'll see i mean i haven't really decided all that yet you know i want to like do it legit and see what that that takes me because i have like i might be doing a, a bigger panel towards the end of the year with a different group of people but we'll see where everything's going nice. uh but i'll you can check me out talking shit on youtube or pornhub as well hell yeah well very cool thank well you. thank you so much whitney where can we find you online uh, Miss Whitney Morgan on Instagram, Ms. Whitney Morgan on Twitter, misswhitneymorgan.com, and I want WhitneyMorgan.com. And you both are nominated for Inked Awards. <gasps> Ooh, hooray. What so. are you be getting? What do you want? Which one do you want? Uh, best female clip artist. Ooh, no, that's a great one. Fuck yeah. So, uh, voting still goes on through the 15th. So, uh, nope, voting's over. No, voting goes to the 15th. Is it? Nope, voting's over. Voting goes to September 15th. Vote, wait, which one? Very inked awards. Nope. Voting's over. <laughs> when did that end? Uh, September 2nd. No, they moved it. When did they move it? Because last time I checked, it was over. I don't know. Last I heard it was still going. But either way, you guys are nominated <laughs> for it, so whatever. There's also Night Moves. There's also Bobby Night Moves. Like being, Bobby doesn't like being wrong. <laughs> There's also Night Moves Awards that are available that I know uh, Mr. Johnny Goodluck is uh, is up for a Night Moves Awards. So uh, definitely um, vote for him on that as well. And then um, all kinds of good stuff, so check that out. Uh, Whitney might be at Night Moves uh, which is uh, the same time as the Pornhub Awards. So uh, I hope some other people. I hope some other people come on out and hang out with me. It'll be fun. We'll flip a coin and see what happens with the Pornhub Awards. Oh man, see, I hate when they do that though. When they put like shows so close to each other that right? you have to pick one. I hate that. And and, and Night Moves is like a, a week long event basically. Ugh. So it's like. Bam, right in the middle of it, which sucks. They draw the line in the sand to see, so where are you going to go? I, exactly. I, feel, I feel like there should be some adult industry calendar yeah. where, you know, yes. everybody has to go and plug it in so you can just go look down the calendar like, all right, what's up for October? Oh, hey, this weekend's available. Let's put our shit here. Yeah. Or those those mythical men in black, they just sit there and they're just like, these mm-hmm. dates are blocked off. And you're just like, I feel like sometimes they do that to compete with each other purposefully. That's true, too. <laughs> like, uh, like, like the dueling cam cons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or even Expos and AVN, like their nomination parties are usually like the day before and after each right? other. And I'm like, damn, what if we had to work this week? Fuck. <laughs> Everybody's just double partying. A little bit, yeah. The party still technically works. Uh, rabble, rabble, rabble. <laughs> right. All righty, guys. Thank you so much for listening. You've been listening to Demon Seed Radio on the Demon Seed Radio Network. Don't forget, we have all kinds of great shows all weekend long as well as uh, through there. We're also looking for new um, 
hosts and new shows to launch as uh, as we get close to the uh, the end of the year and the award season and all that good stuff. So if you want to uh, do a podcast, if you have a podcast that's adult-related or you're a member of the adult entertainment industry, you can hit us up, demonseedradio at gmail.com, and you can uh, submit your show for consideration uh, and all kinds of good stuff. You can get us on Twitter at demonseed69 and, of course, Instagram at demonseedradio as well. Uh, stay tuned for that. This show and others will be up on iTunes and Spotify and iHeartRadio and all that good stuff in the uh, in the coming weeks. And our older episodes will be up on our brand new Patreon page, which is coming up as well. So uh, definitely check that out. DemonSeedRadioNetwork.com and DemonSeedLive.com. Thank you so much for listening, everybody, and we will see you all next week. Thank you, Romy. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. along with episode archives. Follow us on Twitter at DemonSeed69. Catch Whitney Morgan at Ms. Whitney Morgan. Don't forget our very special fundraising effort for Flint Dominic's anal virginity at the very reasonable price of $321. You can reach him on Twitter at Flint Dominic. And to hear more of his fat beats, check out www.reverbnation.com slash weare321. Media inquiries, interview requests, and event bookings. Contact Erica Icon at The Rub PR at The Rub PR and www.therubpr.com. Want to be a sponsor of the show? Contact us. Show at demonseedradio.com for info and rates. Demon Seed Radio is a service of Demon Seed Entertainment. All rights reserved.